Hey, chain dogs. Can I get a oh yeah? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite in sync, but we got there. <laughs> that was the question, by the way, chat, just before you get to the Yeah, there you go. How are we doing, everyone? Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Chain Dogs podcast, where we talk about everything theme parks, amusement parks, roller coasters from all around the world. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast, as always, we do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Come and join us live, get involved in the chat. Yeah, it's happy to be, I'm happy to be back. How are we all doing? We good? Great. Good. Really good. Really good. Doing the well. big free O. We made it. Yeah, it. For episode 30, man. Episode 30. Why are you still listening to us? <laughs> Why are you here? Go do something. Go watch Drunk Riders. Could could do 30 yeah, likes yeah. though for this for this for this show. That'd be great. Yeah, give, give the video a like. Give the video a like. Like the video. Like the video. Do yeah, it. man. Yeah, so um yeah, obviously we wasn't here last week, but we've all been pretty busy um in yep. the last, since we've been away. So um, you know, uh, uh, Luke's been to the uh, attraction source event um, yep. at Alton Towers. Go check his vlog out if you haven't seen that, but we're gonna discuss a little bit about it. Yeah. Um definitely James has been to Bournemouth. <laughs> nice for <relaxing>. that. <laughs> <laughs> Not theme park, but that was, but that was words yeah. down there somewhere, you know. Um, yeah. so I actually, actually <laughs> I like. I did go to a theme park. Oh, because I used Fort Park as a service station on the way back. I was there for an hour. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> literally was there for an hour. Went on Stealth and Swarm and then left. That was about to say did you actually go in. It's the best right. station in the world. <laughs> Burger King. That's <laughs> I was going to say, to I he- then hello. did park on the M25 for an hour. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So, just going to say hello to the chat. We got, yeah. we got Ben in the chat. That's we got up, ben. Jack. How we doing, my man? Up, we, have, uh, we have Ben. We got Andrew. We got Emily. Nice to see you, Emily. We got Tom. We got Jesse. We have Matt. We have, I was going to say McCall then. No, we always had it. We've got McCall. Definitely got McCall. Yeah, yeah. What's we up, McCall? McCall's in the chat. <laughs> we got Carl. He keeps calling me Mr. Dryer because he mistakenly put out a tweet saying Sean Dryer and then it was just a thing. <laughs> I was going to say that has, that has to have just been a typo. Yeah, in, yeah. in the, t- yeah, the tweet, it was. In the tweet, he, it was a typo. Elon will fix that soon, though. But that edit button's coming, man. <laughs> oh, that edit button is coming. It is coming. We got uh, Alison. We got Bradley. We got... got a lot of people. Uh, 32 Emma. people watching. Thank yeah. you so much, guys. It means the world. Yes, how we all doing? We got Vic. How are we doing? Anyway, we've got a lot. I can't do this all night, but Tom, um, <laughs> Laura, uh, ads. Yay, ads. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, I went to... Let, well, we, have I'll, we have a lot to Oh, yeah. To. I'm going to quickly do a quick uh, roundup of, of my trip. Do it. A few of us went on. So, it was uh, Plopsaland. It's a Belgian trip, obviously. <laughs> Plopsaland and Wallaby, Belgium. Um, There's like 10 of us. Um, and we did it for like a, such a good, it was like, it come to about 200 and <clears throat> 20 pounds. Someone, someone, I can't remember. So someone wow. uh, correct me in the chat. Uh, but yeah, it's like about two, cause we did like an Airbnb, um, and it's like fit 10 of us in there. It Jesus. just made it so much better. And then we got two rental cars and because it's like split between us all, like it's just, yeah, like a really well, well-priced trip. We got a lot in. 
Um, the the Airbnb was sick. <laughs> if you haven't seen my Twitter, go have a look yeah, at the it. Airbnb like, looked, like the two photos you posted. The Airbnb yeah. looked. <laughs> Mate, it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was so peaceful. Like there was like there was literally I like farm animals that. outside. You tweet that? It, literally, it literally looked like just yeah. some random dude's cottage house. <laughs> yeah, like <they're, laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go like down, you'll see it. But it was so cool. It was like. Um, yeah, like had like a mezzanine that went around yeah, it all, and then like, there's like an attic space and stuff. It was really, really good, really nice. Um, that's the benefit if you go like big group, group, big group of people. Um, but yeah, so pops oh, wow. Up. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was so good. Um, I haven't oh. got time to bring it up, but um, yeah. So the we got there on like the Friday, and then yeah, Saturday we hit Plopsa. Obviously, the main thing to go and do was the ride to happiness. Um, and finally, I can talk about it. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with it, man. Like, I don't know where to start with it. It's uh, you've always got these things where this thing where do you, is a coaster overhyped? And I can categorically say this coaster is not overhyped. Like, at it's all. not overhyped at all. At all. There's that. There, there is nothing like it. And I know I haven't done everything in the world, but I can categorically say there's nothing else like it in the world. Even Time Traveller, you go and watch videos of that. It's nothing it's, like it. It's I'm you're not getting. I mean, I you're can, not I getting. Can it. It's not in the same. Class. Yeah, <laughs> you've actually done both. <laughs> I can tell you that you for can, free right now. Yeah, <laughs> prototypes in it. You know. <laughs> Um, some of the people in our group had like gone over, um, like I think it was like three weeks before us. And as soon as I got back, the reason this trip come up was because energy we was originally going into Energyland. Yeah, we decided not to do that. And it was like, what's well, another trip we can do? And we thought this is a brilliant trip. And they were like, yeah. we want to get out there as soon as possible again. And I can relate to that because now I'm back. I'm like, want to go out there? Parks, <laughs> but I, what, I just want to go. <laughs> I just want to go there and lap it all day. Because uh, I'll come on to the reason. Like we was we was spited by it a little bit, but we um we went we went and did it the first ride we got front row, um, oh. which it doesn't really matter where you really are on this train obviously because of the nature nah. of it, but yeah. it was just nice to be sat like right at the front facing out um for the first that was lovely to do that for the first that five the, seconds um, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah that's the right car yeah. to have your first ride in on, on yeah right to happiness one thousand but. I always thought it, that it was it was just like right. We're talking about Mac, like Mac's unknown to like obviously all coasters warm up throughout the day, but Mac seemed to be the ones that you get on it like on the first like few trains of the yeah. day. Like it can be like a little bit underwhelming. Um but forceful, man. <laughs> like, I cannot explain. Like it blew my mind. Like we was on the third train of the day. And my God, like it was just, it was insane. And like, obviously I knew the layout of Ride to Happiness before, but obviously when you go to a park for the first time, you don't really have that much time to like take everything in. You're kind of like, yeah, we're just going to get this. We're going to get to the station. Yeah. So you're not really, when I was doing it, I come off and I was like, I knew what all the elements were, but I was like, I can't even thinking about when i did it i can't where was the vertical loop like i don't remember like such a good reaction it was that. insane and uh, was when, I was, when, I was at, when i was at pleasure beach and uh, uh got to chat into carl about it mm. um after you guys had come back and he was like um we were just we were just talking about like the layout and the elements of like that like the is he was we were both just like like first few rides were just like 
like after, after getting on the first few rounds and then like looking at the layout and then just seeing like there's a vertical loop in the first time and you're just yeah. like when the yeah. fuck did we go for a vertical loop yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember a loop being in there it at was, all um, everyone has the same reaction to it so it was just yeah I, I mean i could i could talk about it all day but it's one of them things that you've just got a i just want i want everyone like if you if you can only even get out there for like a day and during a day just like that's what um Emma, Carl, and, and Vic and Chris, and, um, <laughs> everyone did like they just they just drove drove over there in a day and come back. And, well, yeah, they did the same as me and had a pit yeah. <laughs> use yeah. towels as yeah. a service station. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, well, they went Chessington on the way there, <laughs> they took it down, and then like on the way back went to Alton Towers, which is everyone's using like, UK theme parks well, as pit stops. Yeah. <laughs> Trust if you me. have an annual pass. Yeah, true. Why not? Why not? But, true. See it's, the thing. Um... The thing with like ride to happiness for me is like um, it's like I, I can't remember if I said this on the last on the last time like after I came back from it, but like the the strength of the elements and the different things about it, aside from the fact that it spins, makes it such a great ride. And then just yeah. the spinning, just uh, it, the spinning, it it doesn't spin fast enough for it to be overbearing on everything else no. that the ride does. It just accentuates right. everything else it does and makes it so much better. It's the, the 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 spinning is like the the best way I can describe it is the spinning on it is like it sounds stupid but it's like elegant in terms yeah. of like it's not ferocious spinning. It's the layout that is ferocious. Yeah. And that's just not something I was expecting was the, just mm-hmm. the elements and the and the uh, the elements are just so complementary towards this type of coaster. Yep. Like yeah, a banana, a, a banana would not feel that crazy if it was just a normal coaster, but because it's a spinning coaster, it feels mad. And then the, you know, the, the double inverting dive loop, it's just the mm-hmm. maddest thing I've ever done on a spinning coaster. <laughs> it's the, like, it's just it's in, you can't get your head around ridiculous it. shit I've ever, like, <laughs> so like, on my, on my first ride, we got, we got basically the, the exact ride that I wanted on my, on my first ride. We entered, like, I entered it sideways. Like you go over, mm. you go over the, the, uh, the airtime launch and then like you hit the, the, you hit the first part of the of the double invert and roll like sideways. So like mm. you're basically just front flipping forward. Yeah. But or if you go also, backwards, like Emma you're... said, you can go like back, you like back flipping yeah. up. But then like you like you're you're still like slightly rotating through it. So like mm. when it comes to the middle portion, and then when you dive out of it, you may be you may be getting that like backwards. And then as you mm. come through, like come all the way through it, like you're facing forward again. It's it's mental. It's yeah. fucking mental. It's mental. <laughs> um, so, someone said, like, how does it compare to Enzo? And I already knew that this was going to be the case, so I never wanted to compare Enzo to Ride to Happiness because it's just silly thing to it's do. Not, like, Enzo's not designed to spin. It's not designed. designed to be that. Like, um, so it's just completely different. This, this you, you will spin a lot more on this, 100%. Um, that's just the way it's been designed, is that they mm. know, know that. But... Um, yeah, it's like the onboard audio, like just adds yes. to it. Like the first half, like yes. I forgot there was onboard audio because it was just so there's so much going on. Yeah, <laughs> um, that it was when I it was I remember when I heard the audio and it was when we was at the top of that dive loop, and I was just like, it's at that point, and you're just hearing that pumping music like. Grr, grr. And another thing as well is you know if you've done storm chase, if you've done any kind of spinning ride in a train. It's one of the best things is like when you're spinning around and you're seeing 
other people if you're on the quite yeah quite a few rows. but on yeah. this it is so mental because like one minute <laughs> you're like facing like your mate and then you the other side and then like you're just seeing so many people in one row and it's just <laughs> it's one and, like, and you like might yeah. both be rotating and like you just rotate yeah, yeah, just, each other and you just see <laughs> each other's going mental <laughs> it was like every rider is doing it was just like you just point into him like, oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> you got that music going. Like, honestly, it's not called the ride to happiness for no reason. Like, it's yeah, insane. Like, it's just it's so good. It is, yeah. and to fact the fact that that is so close to us, it's just like, oh man, I'm gonna be. Some going people were saying it on lot. Twitter today, like, uh, and I meant I mentioned it. Like, it's mm. literally for some enthusiast, for some UK enthusiasts, yeah. it's literally close. Like, they're literally closer to Plopsaland than they are to, you know, Alton Towers, Pleasure Beach, Flamingo. Yeah, Land, James, like, isn't it? I like, am, I'm closer to it. Yeah, I can get yeah. There pretty... you are. It's an hour drive to the Eurotunnel mm. this side, an hour on the other side. An hour on the yeah. other side. You could do it. You could do it at the same time. It's a three, hour, yeah. three and a half hour drive. So I'm coming down yeah. to yours, James. We're going to plop, sir. You just, you've, <laughs> got to, you've got, honestly, you've got to do it. And, everybody um, else in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so many yeah. Oh. It's, um, yeah, but it's, oh, yeah. That. Anyway, there's, there's no words that can describe it. It's so good. It's the theme in the, of the you got you got to acknowledge how how well it's themed as well. Like it's yeah, not, yeah that's that's it's it. Not, that's it's not intense. It's not yeah. It's it's not intensive like like uh, Taron mm. in Klugheim is, but the application of it is yeah. just so like on. It's so on point. And I've like aside from how well it complements like the area that it sits in i've just straight up never seen someone combine like naturalistic elements with you know like the industrialized yeah. feel of steampunk before yeah. like naturalistic like almost cottagecore mixed yeah. with steampunk it's 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 mad it's well it's if you, so, if you so well look done. at stages that the tomorrowland festival is who obviously designed it or if you look at their stages you will see yeah where it's come from of course yeah um and it just fits so well yeah and that's the that type of ride and it meant they could use them like kind of same carriages as like time traveler as well like fits right mm. into it yeah uh, which makes me wonder is that like the on the brief like look at these look at these cars we've got <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. just fit perfectly into their style um Speak them a bit <laughs> and yeah but like the thing like that first queue you know when you first walk in it's like phenomenal like i would say that bit is like something you would see at like fantasia land um in terms of that bit because it's all lit really well yeah. um and then like th there's certain elements where i'm like kind of got let down a bit like some but like there was some final in there that was like had patterns on it i was like fantasia land wouldn't wouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah this is me being really heavily critical like i'm always thinking yeah. you know i'm always thinking okay yeah the attention to detail is for me is what makes it but it's still amazingly themed and it works so well mm -hmm. and that that face that talks to you it's just a, such a nice little touch um oh that just reminded me of <laughs> okay so um i i don't i don't know if it, I, I think i had seen one of you mentioned that it was on uh, two trains when you guys were over there like so it was only on one when i went and... No, it's, it's on, it was on one when we went, but they delivered. Oh, really? Okay. They delivered the car, uh, the the second train. Sorry, they delivered it on the Friday. Yeah. So, 
when I posted well, so about two, Mac so being two, that, been yeah. testing it. Two cars of the second train were sat next to the maintenance shed when we yeah. went. So like that was that was fun to see. But like in this in the mm. station, um, obviously that um, that 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 face. I don't I don't, I yeah. don't know what that what name that face has but <laughs> that face that face in the station is talking to you as like during loading un- during unloading and loading um and like she's, she's obviously saying a, lo- a lot of different a lot of different things as you're loading it and when the train leaves so because it was only on one train there was just a huge gap in between yeah. the train leaving and the train coming back where she you just see the face just looking around like that's what I love. I love that. Like that's. I love the fact. I love Fuck the fact. That... <laughs> like, but... like, it just seemed. It was just. It just. It just felt like so unintentionally awkward. You just like she just wanted to turn around and go. So. <laughs> no, that, that was the same what with us. You but... today? <laughs> Are you having I... a good day here at Plaza? <laughs> I, I did notice that, but I kind of liked it because <laughs> that like. So funny. I was trying to look for the loop and there was there were, there was no loop so it was like yeah. it's so perfectly done the way they've done it it's like yeah. as soon as you like you're ready to go it starts talking to you but yeah enough uh, yeah like it's like kind of looking around and then like the the the, the monocle type thing comes over her eyes and then goes back in and then like yeah, that sort yeah. of thing um have but, you vlogged this Sean? yeah man they the the video is going live tomorrow it's already you? been uploaded <laughs> So it's yeah. going up, man. Nice. I'm happy with it. We only got a day, and obviously yeah, yeah, rushing sure. to get all these creds in. It was a really good challenge of mine to be like, okay, normally when I go to a park, I've got a lot longer. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy with what I got, considering like I was basically having to like film on the go, and when everyone sat down, I was just like me and Chris, short bug. <laughs> We were just like we were on the same wave. I did where, see a photo of like yeah. you, Carl, and and Chris yeah. just like on the steps, and I think there's gonna yeah, there's gonna be a lot of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, McCall will relate as well, and probably you as well, Luke. Is hmm? for me, it's not. Some people might think, oh man, don't you want to just go like lap rides rather than like taking photos and stuff? And I'm like, to me, like no. that's part of my theme park day. Like that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the time I for get sure. to like take things in. And look at things, and it, it, I know it's for, for me. It's like a souvenir to take back as well. Like I love yeah. when I go back, and I'm like, I've got you know, you, you know, the same photos to go through or videos to go through, and you can put it all together. Like that's a big Lightroom be full. It's, it's a it's a way <laughs> of it's a, it's a way of it, like it's another it's it's another way of really taking in what the park has to offer visually as well. I mm. agree, and especially yeah, if you if you're going around by yourself, like taking photos or getting video footage or anything like that. It's almost yeah. for me. It's almost it's almost therapeutic. And then yeah, obviously, definitely. like obviously, when you get when you get back, um, you have all you have all the you know visual media to, to look through and everything yeah. and especially at a park like plops land as well like if we take if you take a, a minute to just appreciate how nice how nicely presented oh, Plop, this is Plopsaland what i want to come on to park. yeah because like obviously that is the main attraction but what blew yeah. me away was like how well themed the park is yeah like there's so much detail it's everywhere. a gorgeous park yes yeah, so, i mean we were blessed with weather we had like it was so hot when we was there um sunshine all day mm. and it just brought the park to life but yeah like i mean the, the park is owned by studio 100 which is the way i describe it it's like the nickelodeon of belgium it's mm. like kind of like a kids to early 
pre-teens type of channel so they got loads of stuff on there so all the rides apart from ride to happiness are based on shows which is sometimes a bit weird yeah yeah weird ips but it's like they own it so it's almost like disneyland you know so that kind of reflects in a lot of the merch that they sell like you know if you go and heidi which i'm going to talk about or like anubis it's like you can't really get merch for it it's like a related to the show so it's almost like buying merch for like Keenan and Kel or something. You know, <laughs> and yeah. It just I looked mean, a bit weird. There's worse, there's worse shows to get merch from. And unfortunately, <laughs> it, does, it, does, it yeah. did make... I did notice that it made mm. the majority of the merch like a bit yeah. more expensive than it probably should have been. Well, but, the, the, but, so like, the, the stuff what I noticed was with Ride to Happiness was that one half the shop, and this is going to trick some people if you don't really know what like Tomorrowland is, it's a music festival. So like yeah. the majority of the shop, the gift shop, is from the Tomorrowland Festival. Tomorrowland, and, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. And it's literally like really nice stuff. Like all it's in so like, nice. All in like all embroidered and stuff. But it doesn't say Ride to Happiness. It said Tomorrowland on it. 90 pounds for for top. 90 yeah. well 90 euros. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and like it's so I nice. Think... I was I was considering buying it, and I looked at. it, I was like, no, this is not about to happen. This is this is music festival, man. Well, I mean, even even like I really wanted. I don't know if you saw like the actual ride to happiness yeah. shirts, like off to one side that had like you know by yeah. Tomorrowland underneath it, but like the main logo of for mm. ride to happiness was in the middle of them. Even those were real, like, were seventy five like, euros, something like that. Yeah, and it's it wasn't re- embroidered really expensive just purely because it has the the name mm. Tomorrowland on it. But that's what right. annoyed me was the fact Big that brand. it was it was ride to happiness or everything else was embroidered, but the actual merch was not embroidered and it was still yeah. 75 euro for hoodie. Yeah. And I was just like, this is just not this no, is that, not that, happening on a park trip. No. I was like, <laughs> I could, but no. But I liked the Tomorrowland stuff because it was way more subtle. It was like mm. you could wear that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, you're gonna get people going, Oh, you've been to the festival. It's like wearing a Glastonbury hoodie. Yeah. Like mm. if Glastonbury made a ride. And then suddenly you're wearing Glastonbury merch. It's just a bit weird. Um, so yeah, the merch... park, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The merch just could have been better all around, to be honest. But that's just the nature of that park. But um, so yeah, Heidi the Ride. I'm going to quickly whiz through this. So Heidi the Ride, really, really cool. It was very bizarre doing a GCI one on six, like like it's six car trains. Yeah, so <laughs> trains are really was, short. <laughs> it was so bizarre to see them on the track. Um, and also, there's not really much point in doing the back row because you're not getting anything from it. It's mm. definitely a front row coaster. Whippy, it's not whippy, sorry. It's fast as hell towards the end of the day, like a normal GCI. But it's just bizarre because it's a, it's a proper out and back style, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So for me i relate gcis to like just stereotypically like whipping you into the corners and taking you around really so twisty layouts yeah really twisty layout it's like the same kind of similar yeah, height and length to whipman so they are really comparable rides in terms of like trying to compare them but just not layouts different mm. so, but it's just so smooth so which, much smoother it's which so is almost smooth. to its detriment in my opinion i i think that and a lot yeah. of people were saying that as well. I was like, that's not real. It's good for like that park because they're trying to like, it's, it is obviously aimed at kids when that was yeah. built. So yeah. it is good for kids. 
but like if you're going in there expecting like your stereotypical like GCI, yeah, it's you'll be that. disappointed. But then if you just embrace it for what it is, it's mega fun and a really, really mm-hmm. good ride. Like I really enjoyed it, especially at the end of the, we did that last. Um, Anubis, hands down. I haven't done that. Well, I've only done really UK Gerslowers, but what the best. It's better than anything in the UK. I, it was. I love, I love Anubis so much. <laughs> Have you guys seen the launch on Anubis? The it's really short, right? It's so short. And like, <laughs> you, you come round to it and you're like, that's not uh, getting us up there. That is not... <laughs> <laughs> like, literally just takes your breath away. Over the did, you happen to, did you happen to see them doing overspeed testing in the morning on that thing? No, we was like, oh, boy, ride to happiness. Dude, the way they fling that train over the top at it is so so stupid. It flies over the top at it. I'm not not even kidding. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, it's... Yeah. I I love it. It's it's so good. And we did two rides on that. And I was just like, we did one on the front for the first one, which is the the way to ride it. Obviously, it's a Gerslauer. You want to be at the front on any Gerslauer. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, we was doing it. And I think it might have been... Carl, when we was doing it, it was just like, hands up. I was like, it's a Gerslauer, mate. My hands are not going up. <laughs> I'm no, securing no, myself. I'm, I am <laughs> holding on so I no, don't no, no, no. bash my brain. Yeah, the, se- the second go I did do, I did have my hands up because it's not you gotta, as bad. you, you got to have bad. your hands up on Anubis and just feel your yeah. arm just get ripped, ripped behind yeah. you. Once I knew what it was about and it wasn't that bad. Um, but again, it was split in the group. Some people did find it very rattly. I found it absolutely fine, but... Yeah, um, it was it was Earth so flowers good. do that yeah yeah good at. people yeah <laughs> yeah they are but, good at um, but yeah so really really that was like the standout one of that park because i didn't expect it to be so good uh just because like that launch just took me away like took my breath away and it's just nice to do something you know without a vertical lift hill for once like but yeah but that's got me psyched to do Carnan because like I, oh. I was kind of like I did that, and you know when people like go on about how good Carnan is, and I try and like I do like Gerslauers, but sometimes I'm a bit like they're not the top of my list. Mm-hmm. But seeing how like nicely that ran, like it's not really that comparable, but just seeing how nicely it ran and how almost like elegant the the they can actually be with like going around and stuff rather than just yeah. what we're used to, which is just like pure <laughs> aggression. <laughs> And still, but still being intense, it was uh, got me excited to do that. Um, just to jump in the way. chat real quick, Craig. Yeah, Craig was saying hi. Just, just wanted to jump in and say hi before he had to go. Cheers, mm-hmm. Craig. Yeah. Hello, hi, Craig. Hey, Come Craig. Up, um, yeah, can we keep on the chat? To hear from you. I'm, um, I'm just waffling at a minute. I'm trying to get through <laughs> this so we can move on to our topic. We've got yeah. so much to cover. Um, so yeah, um, that was really good. Uh, Super Splash wicked little it's not counted as a cred i put it on twitter but it definitely is a cred it's just uh it's not every it not is a cred it is because every other super <laughs> splash every other super splash on rmdb is classed as a cred except for that rmdb one. that's what i was about to say <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why you think it's a cred because you're on the RMDB. wrong fucking website don't, don't google that just in case don't, don't, don't it'll be something that. random I, I, no I, I it, 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 it is it is it 100% is a cred i don't know why they're saying it's not it used to be listed as a cred i saw the history and they off. i and think only... you combined imdb yeah. and RCDB. <laughs> that's literally why it's called rcdb though no, <laughs> that's literally why it's called that um but no i don't know i don't, I don't, I don't like i need to 
something like because if you if you I'm look at like, or you look at them feels, super it feels special. like a boat ride to me so but they do, they are boat rides like, I'm though. Just like, but if you look at all the other track, ones though. The well, only no, so if, yeah. look at Atlantica Supersplash at Europa Park, yeah. I would be inclined to not call that a cred, but maybe it's after, listed as a cred. It's probably it, it is it is listed, but it's like it like if you compare an Atlantica Supersplash to Poseidon's Fury, Poseidon's Fury we're is not, very definitively a water coaster. <laughs> we're not comparing it. Whereas Atlantica oh, Supersplash, what I'm comparing feels more on. like a boat ride. Yeah, but so what I'm comparing them on is every other model is classed as it and the only difference mm. with this is that it's got it hasn't got it's got a elevator lift and then it hasn't got that dip at the start like i'm not see like, i was you know i, I mean? was joking but i'm not necessarily like definitively saying that it isn't one even though i did say that but i was joking um on first like I, I don't feel like i'm on a roller coaster when i ride it but like I put I put out look, a tweet. If I look into it a bit more, I may be inclined. Yeah. I've not I've not looked into it personally yet. I um, I looked at it and I went maybe like if you if you can call a powered coaster that literally goes in a loop, we see him at all these little parks. If you can cast out <laughs> the thread, you can definitely class this as Flying a thread, fish. <laughs> That's that is at least. But feel like roller coasters though. But yeah, but you know, like, do you know what I'm on about? Like when you and they see, look like, like roller coasters. <laughs> I think they've got one in Flamingo Land where it's like literally tiny little thing, and it goes around in one little circle. What inversion? Green. Are you talking about inversion? No, like a kiddie cred. <laughs> <laughs> that looks. You talking good. about Go-Gator? <laughs> go Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I, f- I think yeah. he is actually. Yeah. It might be. Um, but no. I'm anyway. glad he have the kiddie creds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> But Super Splash was good. Um, the kiddie creds at this park are actually really good, quite forceful. You got um, K3 roller skate, where you're in a literal roller skate, and uh, oh. really good theming. I need to have that. a look at this park. Like, you've got... Um, you've There's got Tivoli uh, in there with like a 27-car yeah. train or some bullshit like is that. Is that the... Yeah, hashtag yeah. like me coaster. Yeah. Which has <laughs> got like a rave queue, which is so funny. Oh watch, yeah! Watch, watch my vlog to see scenes on that. That was hilarious. I seen some sort of Instagram thing yeah. going on with that. That I looks so about funny. that queue line. That looked like you jumped into a school disco in the nineties, man. That's it what literally what it. Part that's of it literally like, the theme of it. It looks like that's you just walked into like a swimming pool changing room. Or yeah. There's <laughs> like, like rave lights going on. I'm just like, what kind of weird fusion of of, of experiences is happening? To, to my life right now. Oh, this guy <laughs> um, leisure designed this, like. You know. <laughs> but that's that's a pretty it's decent, a, life a solid. But that's the thing, like all, even like I said, the kiddie creds are like forceful, like they're fun. Like there's nothing, there wasn't anything there. I was like, this is shameless. It was like it was still like good. Um, um Mac Mine Train. Is it Mac? Yeah, they do. No, yeah, they do. A dragon on the front of it. They have a, 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 a oh, the dragon. Yeah, dragon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. That gave me oh, very huge. much gave me um, Legoland Dragon vibes. That one did right, be- okay. better layout, way better layout. But it's like the queue line you go up in the castle and everything. And yeah, um, but yeah, it was really good, really good park. Um, you see the rest of my vlog that comes out tomorrow to see that. Yeah, man. Um, what time's it dropping? Um, it's probably like midday, so okay, you can catch up with it in the evening if you need to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was really good. What else was I going to say? Um, also something <laughs> yeah one more part which is going to be mega quick but um what i would say is 
loads of people have been uploading POVs with wrist straps and stuff. And it seems to be a thing where some people like it's literally down to the rider or ride host who let you on it. There's I got denied to use my wrist strap, but then I went later in the day, someone else was using one very blatantly and that was fine. So just because you're seeing the POVs don't don't assume that you can do it. Like it's Mm. better just to message, email the park and just get, just get permission because they'll give the permission to anyone. We got that confirmed. They're like, yeah, if you do it, beforehand it doesn't we don't say oh you've only got this many subscribers anyone can do it but it's just need written permission to do it so yeah i got i got spited by that um but yeah just just to finish the day off it's really good unfortunately we only got three rides in on uh, rides of happiness because we the last hour we were just gonna lap it because it's on like a 20 minute queue all day um but then it just went down and when it got to like it was like there's 40 minutes left in the park and we was like they're not getting this open now are they and it's very much that vibe you was getting so but no fault no fault of the ride or the park it's just the way it is isn't yeah. it and, and the day. yeah um so yeah that was it um so next up was wallaby uh, wallaby 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 <laughs> wallaby, wallaby belgium, belgium. um was really excited to do this because i've done wallaby holland and it was a, an amazing park um but yeah, the, the, obviously the main thing with this was uh, well, there was two big ones for me uh, going into this. I was, think there'll be obviously two, I think there'll be two big ones for me as well when I eventually go. There was Conda, and then there was Pulsar that really interested <laughs> me. Like Pulsar just looks the water coaster. I want to ride like, Pulsar so Pulsar. bad. <laughs> I'll get onto Pulsar, but yeah. So Conda, <laughs> the first one we did, obviously the um, new generation like Intamin Mega Coaster. Um, <laughs> We with the big one, <laughs> so yeah, literally, <clears throat> it's well, it's got and got that like expedition G force type of drop. And um, man, like again, blew me away. Um, I've not done, I've not, I've not lined up like what my top coasters are yet or whatever, but it's a big contender. It was a big contender on the day for number one, but I've thought about wow. it a little bit more and things are changing, but yeah, because like we, we, um. Yeah, we were chatting throughout the day, weren't we? Yeah, and you yeah. were like, "I, I, I had, I think I had seen from your Twitter post, and yeah. like that you were, you were slightly more blown away by Conda than you were by Ride to Happiness." I think the problem is, and, is, obviously, it's when you do a new coaster, it's always gonna like, and it blows you away. Mm. It kind of fogs fogs your head a little bit. Because you're so focused on like being blown, it was. It's just such a different type of coaster to obviously ride to happiness. And I'm a big fan. What I'm a big fan of with coasters is first drops. I love that drop. Like mm. I love that feeling of like dropping down. And you know, unfortunately, with ride to happiness, you don't necessarily get that. You never really get that. This you can get that, but you, yeah. you know, a lot of times you might do loads of rides and not get it. So. I was just really happy to get on a coaster where I had that first drop. But then it was like, the only way I can describe this coaster is like the first, the, like the, the first like airtime hill, you feel like you're on Shambhala, which is <laughs> obviously amazing. But then the rest of it, you feel like you're on an RMC. Like <laughs> it's so it's like fucking ah, insane. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, to go from one to another, it's just mental and the non-inverting cobra roll is one of the again one of the craziest elements i've ever done in my life because 
obviously you go you go on, you're just riding on top of this cobra roll and it just feels so surreal and that <laughs> turns into a dive drop and yeah. then suddenly i'm so interested about this element because like mm. it like it seemed like fr- when it first when it first got like put like installed and built yeah it was like mm. that looks fucking demented and i want it's it in my life down. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but then when we saw it but then when we saw it testing and we saw the yeah. train mm. like take the element it would yeah. kind of raised doubt of about how how much speed it was going to carry into it the, and, like, this throughout, shows, the, yeah. throughout the entire element so the but, speed the speed you you hit you hit, you hit it up into its speed, but then it kind of slows down a bit, which is actually really good. Like it feels mm. wicked, kind of gliding over that, and it's super smooth. Obviously, it's super super smooth. Mm. But then you do you take that dive drop, and it starts again, and yeah. it's just mm. like bonkers. It's and, like, and it's it's like it's because it looks like an element that will give you a very different experience depending on where you're sat in the train. If yeah. you're in the front it looks like it'd be super whippy as you go up into it. Mm. But if, and then maybe not so much coming out, but if you're at the yeah. back, it'd be the other way around. You know? Yeah, it was, um, it blew me away. And and we did the first, um, I think again, like very, early, like first couple of trains we, we, we did. And um, it's got a single rider queue, happy to, to say that. So you, you can literally get on that thing in a very short amount of time. Nice. Um, and it, yeah it's just it's just so good it's it's so so good and i'll tell you this now this this tells you how much airtime you get on this thing like it's an airtime fucking machine man like emma on her second go was getting bruises <laughs> from the restraints which obviously is not it's obviously a negative if you're getting bruises but to me i'm like that just shows you if you love ejector airtime like this thing is throwing you around like it's just, it was just so good. Like, you know, you, that first drop and then you do the airtime hill and then the outer bank, um, outer bank turn or whatever. And then just followed by like element after element, like it just doesn't give up and it's just bonkers. And oh, man, like it could, it could be, a, I need to go back and do Taron. I'll tell you that much because it was a big contender for overtaking Taron. Um, just from that, but that feeling I got from it when I did it, it was just, it's so good. I've got a question, Sean. What was yeah. that drop like compared to the big ones? Because obviously it's the same direction, it's the same kick. It's just it different. It's it's different, man. Because like obviously, for me, like big ones drop is is the turn is like much higher up. It feels like <laughs> yeah, it's janky in it, but in a good way. I don't mm. think you could ever like really replicate that big one drop. No, I wouldn't say it's like necessarily better or worse. It's just it's just very different. It's just it's. I wouldn't say it's that comparable personally. Um, Do you go over first before it kicks, whereas like big one kicks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, basically that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I didn't. We only got three goes on that again because the last hour I was telling my car about this, but we went, I was like the last hour of the day. I was like, I'm just going to try and just keep, I was like single rider queue. We'll just keep lapping it all day at the end. Cause we had a lot of credits to get in, but then they, they shut the gate. They basically Wallaby Holland. If the queue's less than like half an hour, they'll close the queue line like half an hour before park close. Oh, and then they were, so they only let pass holders in. 
so like me and Joe went over, got a single rider queue. Then the rest of our gang were going to come over and we were all going to get in the main queue just to do one together. And then they couldn't get their last ride. You know, unfortunately, some of some of the people in my group, their last ride was um, a Vacoma SLC. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm glad I wasn't in that. But that, to be fair, it was a cred. And I didn't get that cred, but I can, I can rest easy being like, I missed out on a cred to get in like another ride on, on, on Condo. It's amazing. For sure. Um, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Pulsar, absolutely bonkers, amazing. Like, it feels kind of like... Get? Not that wet. You don't actually get that really? wet. Wow. I was in the middle okay. of the... I was like, if you're on the outside, you do get a little bit wet. Like, yeah, yeah. Quite wet. But if you're like <laughs> inside, if there's someone shielding you, you don't get wet. Or you get wetter on the rapids, which are mental. They're like the 12 <laughs> boats. <laughs> They just get that was insane. Like that is how we want. It. Yeah, but anyway, I won't. I'll carry on. Um, and then I'd say the other standout coaster was um, Psych Underground. This is a shuttle loop inside. <laughs> so Psych looks crazy. It's fucking mental. Like to do that type <laughs> yeah. of coaster inside, it's just insane. Literally like revolution crazy. indoors. Yeah, well, it's it's more like um, what's it called? Um, well, I can't think about it. Thunderlooper. It's Thunderlooper. Oh, right, yeah. Um, with an LSM. So you start from the bottom. Yeah, so you start from the bottom, and then okay. like you so say, you go. But it's so cool because it's like a rave coaster, so it's proper like pumping music, <laughs> them, and it's just like light, oh, lights right. going off, and then like you yeah. go down, and you do this, you do this vertical loop in the dark but then there's like things going there's things going on around you man it's so rapid it's just insane like that that took me by surprise at how good that one was like and the, the best thing about that is the 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 ride hosts as you're like as you're getting ready to launch they just start clapping hey 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 <laughs> <laughs> so everyone the clap everyone the train is clapping and suddenly you just go off and then you're just done um yeah, it's wicked. It's, it's so. We good. need more indoor coasters, man. More. That's what I said. Like, off it. We need more indoor coasters that make the massive difference. Definitely. Like um, Walking Dead. Now you see what I mean when I say replace like... Duel with an indoor coaster. No, I like Duel. I like. It's pointless. It's not big enough. Like you couldn't, you couldn't get one there. It'd be a wild mouse. That's, no, that, that, that's what it would that, be. You could have show, an indoor coaster, like pretty much to big enough for some. No, that show bill is like a Tesco <laughs> Express. Like that's what it is. You could, you could have an indoor coaster tower is pretty much anywhere as long as there wasn't trees you have to take down because yeah. it's indoor. There would be no noise complaints. That's the reason Psych Underground is the way it is. Is because they had noise complaints, so they enclosed it all. And it's easier um, to look after as well. When it's indoor. Yeah. But anyway, that was really good. Um, a brilliant park, Wallaby Belgium, is really, really good. Sounds amazing. Um, it's not, I don't think the park as a whole is up to the standard of Wallaby Belgium, uh, Wallaby Holland in terms of like the Wallaby Bel Wallaby Holland's got this like music festival vibe and they do it yeah. so well and everything is like really nicely done. Like there's parts of Wallaby Belgium that still need like attention like yeah. given to it. Sure. Um, the weirdest thing to see was an Intamin uh, Generation 2 drop tower without an enclosed station. It oh. was very bizarre. <laughs> wow. What? So, you so you're like walking. Going up, you literally like... just, it's like, you know, like when you just see like a detonator and it's just all yeah. open. But it's yeah. like worse than that because it's not like raised at all. It's like on the ground level. So you're just walking <laughs> past it and you're dead close to everyone on it. And I was like, this is really bizarre to see <laughs> like it not have a station, like an enclosed station. I thought That's that was mad. really weird. 
Um, I imagine because yeah. you used to see uh, an apocalypse it... so much. Bounce, Hurricane Condor, basically. O- Oakwood, yeah. I think it's Bounce. I'm not sure. I think it's called Bounce. That's like literally in a pit. Like, yeah, that's weird. But um, I, I just think Intamin too. Like they always look better when they're coming out of some kind of state. Oh yeah, yeah they dropped out. Just. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah. I'm, I think that's where I'll, I'll, I'll cap that off because we're at 45 minutes and I don't know. Mate, that sounded like a <laughs> hell of a trip. A it was wicked. It was so good. Um, yeah, the Vekoma Woody, what Jack was saying, was uh, interesting. I can see why yeah. Wally we Holland RMC'd theirs. I'll say that much. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't Robin, awful. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't absolutely awful, but it was just like a bit janky and ran out no need for the common woodies at all yeah <laughs> all right i gotta check this woody out oh That's my god um yeah, yeah emma mentioned uh get up the the uh the on ride photo for luke guru i, I remember oh i remember seeing god. that floating around have you seen it uh, yeah <laughs> it's the best photo oh my god was it was it was it joe and em was it emma and joe yeah, because um, they were they the, were right at the just, front, like, just in just invisible pain. <laughs> yeah, you, they, you could, you could that, certainly tell. <laughs> they were right at the front, tell. so they were getting pushed into all the elements. So yeah. we was like in the middle. So I was like, "This isn't that." I was expecting it to be mega rough, and it wasn't that rough. But I think they they had it pretty rough, just because, like I say, <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this. Hold on, let, me, let us let us look at the uh, the beautiful photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. The benefit of podcast listeners, there's a lot of pain on the screen. <laughs> it's the best. That it's is literally so a meme. Like, that is a yeah. meme. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not a cred. <laughs> yeah. But no, really good. Anyway, Luke, how was your towers? Towers trip, trip was awesome. Uh, ERT on Oblivion, man. That is something special. And the first yeah. ride we got on there, we got on the second train out, but we're on the back and we seemed to hang there for ages. I said this in the vlog, like we hung there for like three seconds. And I'm pretty convinced it was like the proper hold and the amount of airtime. Cause you hang in there for, for more than what you normally do. Oh, mate. Yeah. It was, it was perfection. Every single ride we had was perfection. It was just so good. It was windy as well. So when you came out the tunnel, you could feel yourself fighting against the wind a little bit because the wind was coming from that direction. But then it died down. But that first ride on Oblivion, I'll never forget that. That was like that was like when I first rode it. It was it was yeah. one of them experiences. It was just so fucking good. The airtime was nuts. I left my seat from literally hanging to coming out the tunnel at the other end. It was that. It was that good. It was insane. That's so good. Um, I have a weird feeling you're gonna prefer Oblivion to Shikra. Yo, I, I've been I've been thinking Shikra about this, and I think I'm just gonna love Shikra for it being Shikra, like because yeah. right. it's a ride that I've been looking at for years, yeah. and I think this is gonna happen a lot in America. Like I'm gonna be vlogging oh, yeah. and be like, I've seen this son of a bitch for like, you know, 15 years. I want <laughs> I've got to ride it now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But uh, then we did a talk. Um, can't say too much about what was said in the talk, so we weren't allowed to film. So obviously they don't want us to talk about what was said. But it was very insightful. It was with a woman called Kate. Uh, she's guest relations there, and told us some interesting stuff, which was which was pretty cool. Um, and then we went out. We did ride takeovers, Marauders Mayhem. I hate spinning rides, and I got on Marauders, <laughs> and that was that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> 
I loved your reaction to the vlog. It's funny, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm alive! <laughs> I did it! <laughs> right. Uh, and then we just kind of... We... So, funny story. Everyone was like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to go and do Mind Train now. And I looked at Pizza Pasta. I was like, there's no queue. Like, I literally was like... <laughs> Guys, let's go and get food. I guarantee you when we come out of Pizza Pasta, they'll be coming off the mine train. And it fucking did as well. Like, we got in, we had all our food. I had about three or four plates as well. We came out and they were all just stood there at the shop. They'd just come off right. the mine train. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> we were just, it was like, what? <laughs> no way. Mm. So it was like, yeah, uh, hi. And I went to Chris's attraction. So I was like, we've just eaten. He went, what? <laughs> like, we've just eaten. Like, we've just eaten and come out. To be like, fair, I love mine train, but I think I'd rather be spending that time. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say, there was, there was, there was <laughs> no cubes. Carbs like, we were yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, man. Straight up to the till, <laughs> annual pass paid, sat down, pizza you got, done. Mate, you gotta load up on them carbs for day out towers, all that work. That's working, it. Mate. That's it. Mate, you missed <laughs> so out on the mine train. Yeah, I know, I know, right? I know that the mine train rides with attraction sauce are always legendary. Yeah, but I've done yeah, them so yeah. many times that I was like, food. <laughs> and it was I was mm. starving. Uh, and then we all basically took over Jewel, which was insane as well. That was so much fun. Um, that, that's a lie, Emma. It's not the best. <laughs> it's good. It's good, yeah. but it ain't the best. Like, <laughs> Then we went for a wander in the gardens after that. We were like, what should we go and do? Because the queue times got a little bit mental uh, just at that period of time of, of the day. And we were like, let's just go and check out the gardens. We needed to go and check it anyway for VTO. We had to go and check out some reference for, uh, images and stuff that we needed to get. I was like, you know, let's let's have a while. And then Dave's fucking brave idea. Let's go down to the pagoda. Okay, let's go down there. And we got down there, and then we're like, okay, now we're gonna go. We're gonna go Dark Forest because it's the steps are there. And I forgot how many steps there were, man. Like I forgot how far down <laughs> that valley is. That valley is far. Yeah, it's a hike. It's like Lord of the Rings, man. Yeah, it literally <laughs> it's, is. Like, <laughs> it's like a whole journey. It really is. <laughs> And we got back to 13 and we were like, oh, we'll just chill in the 13 queue for a bit. Yeah. And we rode 13, had a great ride. Uh 13's running really well this year. When it went when, when I've been on it, it's it's yeah. it's ran really well. Um I think when it didn't it's... spite you and break down as soon as you No, I like, think it's such nah. a good ride. <laughs> I think I initially think it's so underrated. It really I think is. it's one of the most underrated coasters in the UK. <clears> that drop. I know it's trimmed, but yeah. that drop on the back is probably one of the best drops at Towers. Like, it's just a straight drop. There's it's... nothing that provides a straight drop at Towers. I think I was saying in the, in the last episode, like, now I've gone, like, backstage and saw, like, the elements. Yeah. With my, with my actual eyes off, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you don't realise, actually, how how big some of these airtime hills are when they drop. Yeah, the drop they're quite stuff. high off the floor, like, aren't they? Like, if, I think if people saw that, they would, they would, they wouldn't rate it as bad as they think it is. No, because it's everything seems smaller when you're on a ride. Like I yeah. feel like, you know, when you see yeah. like a drop and you go on it, you're like, I know if you're scared of heights, it's probably different. But yeah, I'm always just like, it doesn't seem like that high up. But I think it's because it's so hidden. People just do you go, think they oh, should open like... a path up behind that sky ride and then bring it back to Burger King? <sighs> I don't think. Offense, no, I don't. I don't know. I kind of I like the fact with 13 that it's hidden. Like I think yeah, so... that's quite rare. It's not great if you want to get photos and stuff of it. Um, but I just feel I like that is a, a little bit of a missed of opportunity it. for Dark Forest theme, and you could extend the area so much just by. But they probably could. They probably way. could. I think this room in that like around by 13 to extend it yeah. out so maybe yeah. one day we might actually see that um because it would so be cool, cool if if everyone could see it but um, it'd be it, it'd make the ride seem 
not yeah. as tame like you say. Like it, it'd make mm. it seem like, oh, we're going to go on this. Well, Jesus, what I've noticed on thirteen actually, when you go in over that drop, people go, "Whoa, I didn't realize it was this big." Like I've heard people say yeah. that on the train multiple mm. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like multiple. The supports. Times. The thing is about I don't know. The supports are ugly as hell, though. Like yeah, they are. They are horrible. They, they could they, wrap them in vines like, or something. Make them. Yeah, they cool. need to do something because I think the paint on. I, I don't. I don't know if like the fact that they were being hidden, like they just was just like, oh well, let's just make them into just like. <laughs> just definitely looks like a prototype like yeah it's like a proper <laughs> prototype but when i, I was yeah. surprised because i've never really paid that much attention to the supports and stuff before but when i was looking at it i was kind of like this look like looks like the ride's just been built like the actual supports in yet. Painting it or anything. <laughs> no yeah. this is literally um, prefabbed out of intimate's shop yeah <laughs> but yeah no um, we got a 13 that was great came off uh, we heard the violinist playing the only the yeah. only festival of frills band that i wanted to see and we got it to wasn't even the normal violinist either well it, it just sounded really cool like i love the cool, idea of it um, but the, the 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 violinist i've been seeing was not there in your vlog it's a different it's no. a different woman no but okay obviously she's still probably just as good yeah but i was kind of like oh it's just different different person um, it sounded i did think that actually when i looked back when i was editing i was like i'm sure that's not the same yeah person but like, anyway just, we got to the tire at rita and she just packed up a thing and the, Dave was like uh, wouldn't it be funny uh, if we finished like when we get there i really like the uh evanescence cover they do on the violin it works really well on that song i heard bits of it when i was in the gardens yeah. like i could hear it echoing i was like this is pretty cool man mm. like you could hear the band in forbidden valley you could hear the wicker man band going you could hear yeah being stood there on that ledge in the gardens, you can hear everything that's going on in the park. Was it so? What did you think of like the? Obviously, you got a little taster of it. Did you think it worked? Did was it better than you expected? I think it? Wicker Man, Wicker Man's ride audio was too loud for when the bands were playing. For sure, <laughs> like it should have been somehow intertwined mm. with the PA of the ride. Because I got in the Wicker Man queue and I was like, dun, dun, dun. and there's someone yeah. like playing a violin and playing an acoustic guitar like on stage. I'm like, can't hear them. <laughs> I can see them. They look great, but I can't. I, I can't fucking hear was them. It, was that like, what? That was from the queue. Was it? That was you, you know the pinch point where the stage is. Which to be honest, yeah, was yeah, a great position for the stage where it is. But the pinch point when you come around Costa and then you go into the queue line, that yeah, yeah. little section there. Because they were playing folk music, it would have just mm. it just turned the ride audio off and you get like into the pit. That's where yeah. they could have put the ride audio back on, and you could have really enjoyed it because it's like a beyond and sort. It's supposed to be like that, isn't it? Like it's yeah. a folk village. Well, yeah, it's like you have um, the wood band and the yeah. fire band. So that the, the wood fire, band, yeah. the fire guy with the with the he was juggling the fire and stuff. He was excellent. I saw some of that. I didn't see anything in Forbidden Valley, and I didn't yeah. see anything down by smiler but that's in the stage i thought the stages look pretty cool actually they had, yeah they had, they had their own little thing about them i think the you didn't catch <laughs> went the, past the galactica DJ. one huh? you didn't catch the oblivion dj no didn't catch him ben, uh, ben's just um talking about it in the chat <laughs> yeah yeah no nah, um we did go down there like um everyone else went on spin jammer i was just like nope not a chance like <laughs> uh absolutely fucking we literally got there and it just went it went i love the little thing it does and it goes maximum power 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 it actually makes it feel yeah. like it's a retro <laughs> squad like actual robot like going nuts and it's just watching dave on the vlog i can't even keep up with my gimbal like, it's going that fast i'm literally just like this yeah like, <laughs> like behind the scenes just like that so ben said um 
I was expecting more, uh, more for Festival of Fields. They could have at least dressed up the Tower Street a bit more. Um, I believe the reason they've not gone for the Tower Street re-theme was they wanted to make it a bit different to the rest of the events throughout the year. Mm. Um, they kind of like kind of want to make it because everything else used Tower Street for something. Yeah. And, and I this think one's this... supposed to be focused specifically on the on the main on the rides, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like they wanted to make it almost like we said in the other episode. Like it's kind of like a passing thing. It's like just <laughs> Is that a wall things. of death in CBB. <laughs> Could you imagine? As is saying that you are allowed to talk about what was discussed, just no filming. Just go to an event. You'll enjoy it. It's fun. Things like the monorail news is nice, for example. <laughs> what is the monorail news? Uh, they're going to get rid of the film on the windows. Oh, oh yeah, thank that God. Is, that is so... That is not like the best news. Thank I was God. so disappointed because last time I, I rode I... monorail, didn't have the film <laughs> yeah. on the windows. And then, like, this year, I was like, oh, yeah, get the monorail back to the car. Yeah. Get, to, get to see the park. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> No, it's the best no. monorail ride. I don't. In the I don't country. need to hear about anything yeah. else that was said. That, that I, they didn't that, say. That, they didn't say when they were going to do it, but they are mm. looking at it. It just so. looks so horrible. Like even the fact that you. It's got, like being on a fucking bus, man. Yeah, like, that's the yeah. thing. It's it's not it's not necessary. Like obviously, it's nice to see out the windows, but for me, the the worst part of it is the fact it's all been picked away and it's scratched. In I'm like, <laughs> is that the first? first bit of thing you want to see when you enter in a park like it's no. not really is it like no not at all everything else about the monorails is nice like yeah. you know they did the music really nice in there like everything like the trains look good from the outside it's just that makes them look really tacky and run down Do you know what was so. really cool right mm. uh, uh someone's kid asked a question about when's the strawberry monorail gonna come back yeah. and for the rest of the day all we saw on park was the strawberry monorail <laughs> I think they literally put it on. Getting... Yeah, that was such a nice touch. Back. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on its way. Today, right <laughs> today. So that was cool. Oh, that's uh, some news. Yeah, that's some that. news. Yeah, waterfalls um, are coming uh, back. Yes, yeah, the waterfall situation that is very interesting. So they're having trouble with the the actual. I don't want to give too much away because it was a really good talk. <laughs> it was, uh, it, they're coming back. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it. Like, it's up to Tower of Times Attraction Source if they want to disclose that. But they are going to be coming back. Katanga Canyon in general is going to get some love. Um, the TLC that's been happening throughout the park as well is like, I didn't realize half the stuff they'd done. Like, apparently they've repainted all of Rita's op cabin and stuff, like, done it up. I didn't notice that. Um, they've repainted a lot in the dark forest, a lot of the uh, like the kebab shop and where the lockers used to be and where the gun game is and stuff like that. That's all been repainted up and done up and touched up and everything. I think Rita had a new train painted. So a train painted, sorry, not a new train, but one of the trains painted up and, and redone. Rita's getting That's a third cool. train, what? Yeah, what? imagine. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> but I can honestly say, though, I don't think Rita's going to be going anywhere anytime, like, I think no, they, if the repainting parts of it, then, obviously, then they they see not. Rita as a, as a, a mainstream attraction, which rightly so. It eats cues. I mean, I was say it, st it still gets sizable lines. <laughs> Massive, <laughs> on, on massively, massively. But yeah, so yeah, the waterfall is going to come back at some point. <laughs> that's that's okay. what we were discussing before. Um, 
And yeah, we were saying that nice. some of Rita's been repainted. Um, so that's cool. And some of Dark Forest has been repainted. Dark Forest, quote, this is quote, it's still a work in progress. Like, so I feel like they're not done with the Dark Forest in terms of like what they're going to be throwing in there, or what they're going to be working in there, how to make it look I mean, better. generally speaking, visually, it just looks very WIP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, 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 it does. But they they know that they towers yeah, it's, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's good, good that, that they, they do. That. Yeah, it's good that they do because now they know that you know it's it's an area where they need to improve on. And a dark forest. I mean, come on, you're the UK's biggest theme park. Like, you should be able to nail that. You literally have a ride themed on a branch. You should be good at dark forest. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I well, feel we've like we've always said that, haven't we? We just yeah. like it needs to be connected to hex in some way it because it's just be. so it's so hex like the know? forest where the chained oak was yeah. from like just throwing like a tree of it's life so chained close. oak in a dark yeah. forest like it'd be so not? cool wouldn't it like yeah i epic, think that would man. be considering the actual chained oak is like literally going to be around for probably about a year <laughs> before it just yeah. disintegrates yeah it's in such a sorry state now i know um it's one of them in it but mm. but yeah anyway the main event Yati Nemesis. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Ten rides in half an hour. Pretty proud of that. Nice. And we were we were getting to the point where we were just we legged it around the first couple of times. Like I literally ran. Aaron's like, that's the first time I've ever seen him run. Like we were just running around and they opened the fast. I always game. run sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> when you're not running. But um <laughs> so we get off, you run down the ramp, straight to the right. You literally, it's just like a, um, when you see, like, you see, you're saying Bolt running around corners, it's just <laughs> like this, running around the corner. At the fast track, up the steps, in the station, and then wherever we got in the first three times, the back row was empty. Now, if you're in the normal queue for Nemesis, the back row is pretty much off limits at the moment. It's for Rat Pass. Mm, yeah. I was like, shit. Are we allowed? Like, <laughs> it's like, so we jumped on the back like three or four times. I got back left, back right, back middle. Um, then we came back in off one of the back rides, and the air gates were just completely empty. And we were like, "Where the hell is everyone?" So we just hop seats one row. So we kind of just like hopped one, hop back, hopped one, hop back, and the ride off <laughs> were perfectly fine with that. They were just pulling our restraints. Yeah. Like, Get back on. There's no one. In. Okay, no one. And then we did a front row. And a front row ride on Nemesis in the evening after it's been running all day is something special. It's something <laughs> special. Oh, it's so good. Like it was it was insane. Honestly, it was one of the best experiences I've had. I've had Team Nemesis before, but ride. that was on with the group of people I was with as well. Like it was just oh, it was so good. It was it was, it was amazing. amazing. I need yeah. to do that one time, man. I'm well, just that, that's when, when it comes out. Event. They've got an event yeah. in August at Towers, and mm. uh, like, like, watch the vlog. Chris says it himself mm. when I interviewed him. He said it's going to yeah. be the biggest event they've ever done. So, I'll it, try it was and get absolutely to that, nuts, man. Nemesis in the evening is it's the best, man. It's the, that's why it's the best in the country. And it was it was just mm-hmm. running so good. That's so good. You hear that? You hear that, Mark Yates? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best Nemesis in the country. Best, the best. It's yeah. the best ghost dance down in the country. Sorry. Awesome. Yeah, and and that's it um, basically. Um, you'll hear no disagreement from me. The bits are in between on the vlog, so if you guys want to go and check yeah. it out, it's on my channel. Um, it was it was really fun. 
uh, it was great to see everyone from Attraction Source as well. I got Craig on the vlog. Well, happy about that. Yeah. So happy about that. I was like, Craig, let's have a chat. Was like, yeah. Because um, I didn't get to talk to him about when we did the attic at Skirmazing. I brought it up on the vlog. Like, it was just me, him, Joe, and a guy called Josh. I remember now, actually, after I heard mm. it. It was just fucking insane. I had to talk to him about it because he was like, with, he was kind of like one of the group's leaders, if you know what I mean, during that event. So he would come out and go. So it was like, I wanted to talk to him about it. And yeah, that was cool. It was really cool. So talking of Nemesis, let's go over to another good, a park with a really not good B&M invert. What fuck? <laughs> let me, let, let, hear me out, hear me go, out. Go on, go, go This is it. the let least. I'm too land. Let's go over to Black Mamba, right? So obviously, there's really sad news has come in this week that um, the uh, Eric Daman, um, who was like the legendary designer, um, most well known for a lot of the areas in Fantasia uh, Land, has passed away at the age of 58, which is obviously, you know, massive, a massive blow really to the industry. And obviously, thoughts go out to his family and everything. So I know that especially McCall wanted to say, uh, talk about this as well. Yeah. Um, so, you 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 mentioned that he was responsible for a lot of a lot of Phantasmon's best work. He's been responsible for everything. Um, ev- ev- everything everything at Phantasmon. I was speaking to um, Christopher Kenny, um, um, who who posted the tweet. Um, everything from. I th- from Colorado Adventure, I, th- I think mm-hmm. I, th- I think is what he said to me. I know he said that in the tweet, but um, every, every like basically everything that you know Fantasyland to be came from this man. Like mm. all the all the all the the like the insane amount of thematic detail, the the the, the verticality of the areas of Mexico of of. Um, of Klugheim, of Rookberg, the 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 verticality of the areas, the multi-dimensional sort of feel of each area, all all came from. He was the creative mind behind so much of what makes Fantasyland the world-class theme park, elite theme park that it is today. And for me personally, I just I wanted to I wanted to uh, just mention this because I have spent so, like I I've I've wanted to I'd wanted to visit Fantasyland since around the time Black Mamba debuted, which was I mm. think if I remember correctly around about 2006, if if not if not a little bit later, and um, to and like it was Black Mamba that caught my eye originally mm. because it like for this reason like spent so much time because like to my vantage point and while when i spoke to uh chris christopher kenny about this um i had mentioned to him like from i don't i don't know about i don't know about you guys but um from my vantage point it seems like you know how we you know how we can now like it seems like we're so much closer in terms of the interaction level to the people to the creative minds who come up with some of our favorite attractions. Like sure. We know that Definitely. we know them by name. Like yeah. we know, yeah. we know of Greg Hall, we know of G prodigy, like the mind behind Velocicoaster. We know of, you know, the Joe roadies the like, like all, all of, all of these different, um, all of these different industry heads, uh, Alan Schilke for RMC, Joe Draves, like, um, 
ben, ben, Benjamin for Vacoma, John Wardley. Like we like we we're 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 so much more able to interact with these people and pick their brains of, over what goes into these world class level themed attractions. Yeah. I had spent so much time wondering who was behind everything at Fantasyland, and it seemed like I couldn't find any information on like hidden away on the creative team and mm. like it I'd, I'd i had just felt like Fantasyland was so secretive about about um who is behind all of all of their areas because whenever a pov gets put out earlier than they want it to it literally like if it, if if you know a pov of something lands on youtube it's taken down within the hour yeah yeah this this still isn't a pov a fly on on youtube you can't find one mm. <laughs> no. you know what i mean so um and there shouldn't be this should, yeah, absolutely. You should go over there and experience it and see it with you, see it with your own two eyes. But um, I will, I will. And then, <laughs> as you will in June. <laughs> and um, I had I had wanted to know who, like, like how how like who who were behind these attractions and you know like just the stories like they must have of putting these things together. We're talking about like decade long, like almost decade long project time spans and everything, and um, to just just to to find out who it was, only through news of his passing, like that hit that hit me in like quite a way when I mm. when I found when I found out about Eric Damon's yeah. um, unfortunate like unfortunate passing and like that. Th this this man's praises need singing yeah, yeah for sure for what for what for what he's been able to do because he's it's not it's not like he's it's not like he's gone like the ip route like mm. a lot of like a lot of people have. these are completely original ideas yeah. and completely you know just just creative in so many different ways just execution of super super intelligent area design and execution of experiential attractions while incorporating thrill coasters and thrill yeah. rides yeah. into it as well how many times do we how 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 like how often do we see that at theme parks not at all like no. hard, like yeah. hardly ever if a, if an attraction is super super well themed it's usually for a family ride like if we're mm. talking about disney parks and stuff <clears throat> to 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 see to see just execution of of thematic attractions on this level and the incorporation of thrill rides it's it it's what i've always wanted to see more of as long as i've been in love with theme parks and this like this guy and his team was at the had like has been at the forefront of it look at that for 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 so long for so long and just look at that picture like, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Like, it's when I first it, went it, to Contagioland, I'd not, I'd only been to like Disney World like the same year, like a few, you know, the, the start yeah. of that year. Yeah, I went in the summer to Contagioland. Mm. I remember going there, going, I never thought I'd go to a park that I would say is like better themed than Disney, mm-hmm. and wow. Contagioland is. Like it just yep. is, and the fact that, it, like you say, Mikhail, it's all original ideas. It's not IPs. Mm-hmm. It's not based on things. It's like it's just its own thing, and it's like pictures and vlogs will never do the justice. It will never do it justice until you go there for yourself and you see like every little lamp 
themed up. Yeah. Like, a n- nothing's the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, like, yeah. duplicates of mm-hmm. things. There's no, like, oh, this is a really cool theme, Lance. We're just going to do the same thing everywhere. Everything looks yeah. like it's... <laughs> the place looks like it's been lived in. Yep. There's just, yeah. like, details everywhere where there's, like, things that, you know, oh, it's, it's like, looks like it's worn down and, it, and it's broken and it's not. It's just the way it's meant to be, you know? And it's just that is in the entire park you know uh, and it's yeah like you Mikhail, i had no idea who who was behind this because it's almost like if you go to efteling if you're an efteling fan you know that anton piek the artist all the stuff is like based on his drawings and he, yeah, he right. had a massive part of of uh, efteling yeah um and yeah, it's the same thing. It's obviously this guy's style has gone across all of Fantage Land and um, just created this insane park that, like, anyone who goes to, I've never heard anyone come out of Fantage Land and say they've had a bad time or they weren't blown away <laughs> because it's just impossible. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was way better, way better than I could ever imagine when I went there. I was expecting the most out of it <laughs> and I come out surprised. So. It's um yeah, it's um it's obviously unfortunate, but I mean what we have to remember is, it was he he represents an entire company in terms of Absolutely. his design studio, and yeah. I'm sure like Efteling has done after Anton Peck died, they've carried on that style. They've gone, yeah. you know, it's that they'll keep his legacy alive. Definitely, it's kind of that thing that you know Disney apparently Imagineers always say. What would what would what what would Walt do? Obviously, yeah. that has been lost over time because it's Disney. Yeah. But I feel like that won't be. I feel like it'd be like Efteling, where they'll be like, okay, what would Eric do? What would he say? Fantasyland couldn't be further you know? away from being owned by a massive corporate, nah, uh, wouldn't you be. know, corp- nah. a corporation who prioritizes profits. And stuff. They don't. Like, they they're, don't. They're still owned by the Loffelhart family. The and... way the way they approach things is when Fly and Taron opened. If they said, "Okay, Taron's going to open or Fly's going to open this date," they would make so much money. But they mm-hmm. don't. They just go, "It's open." <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? They don't, they don't even come make on down. Deal, deal <laughs> about it. They just do it. They're like, "Okay, you build it, they will come," sort of thing. You know? Absolutely, and, um, and it works. And it, it works. works. It works. So that's good. Um, so next up, we have. Well, it's not good. Sorry, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's nice to talk about from Tarshaland. Um, it, it deserved a mention. Yeah, definitely sure. deserved a mention. Um, shall we get onto the main topic now and leave news for next week, or yeah, shall sure. we go through? Yeah, I mean, we've just talked about quick. what makes a theme park. Yeah. Basically, great designers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. Because we've got see you next to week. Goodbye. Let's quickly actually Like you know what? I'm going to go. Yeah. Any questions? Right. T- I'm going to say, let's rally through this news. It's not tangent. We'll just get through this news in like sure. 10 minutes. Right. Go. So Icon Valid, obviously, we weren't here hey. last week. Icon hey. Valid, obviously big one, Valid the week before. Um, I'd, 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 we have to moved over to the Valleying timeline. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. the amount of rides... We, we haven't got literally, time to talk like, about every coaster that's Valid at the minute. But nah, we add this to the list of like 700 story. plus that are Valid. <laughs> In the first four months of the year, yeah, <laughs> for sure, it was mad because, like, when it happened, everyone was going, "It's Enzo, Enzo trained," and it's like it, it ended up not being Enzo. <laughs> I know. Oh, was it not an Enzo train? No, it's no, not Enzo. It was, I, it was just Icon. 
just, it was just, it was just normal icon train. It so, is icon. I mean, it is, it is a. It's when I saw where it, where it had like how it had valid, well, where it stored. I wasn't that surprised because it takes it pretty slow around there. That's like they the do have a catwalk for that area as well. Yeah. It is. It was, also, it was also an rally. underspeed testing cycle as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, but this I, video, I just love the. Um, this. Where they're this pushing is... it with a. You know <laughs> yeah. what? On the last episode, I say, I said, I think it was the last episode or the one before, I said, I just want to see someone pushing a train with a broomstick. Pushing stick, a train stick. with a stick. There you go. Stick. And we've got it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We've got it, man. <laughs> and um, what's great about this is when it gets released, all the engineers, and, and they just go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was good seeing it. Uh, the thing is, uh, like, like, in the video, it looks like, it looks like it's like being held. Watching. It looks like it's yeah, being held. They have, well, they've, got, they've, got a cherry, they've got a cherry picker here, and there was, like, yeah. ratching it in. Yeah, they were ratching it on long, yeah. Oh, and something gets that. disconnected, a rope yeah, drops, and then the way it goes. Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you know when you watch them nature programs and they free, like, a fish or a turtle and they put it in the water? Well, this is... <laughs> it just goes, wee. <laughs> I thought that... I thought this big thing was like a was uh was like a strap or something and it just got disconnected and it's released but then i saw a lot of people saying that no, it was a massive stick so i don't really know what it was <laughs> no, no it's a ratchet the way strap. it falls it's a ratchet strap, strap. That's, that yeah, there that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no there's another yeah. one there was another one attached there well they pulled so. it through from the front and then yeah that's what i saw held it on the back they must have gone up on the cherry picker and then released it when they gave it enough momentum to actually start to momentum. go over mm. yeah but, anyway, yeah. but yeah, it does, I mean, it does it's, it's look just, like an animal just in, it's, in, <laughs> it's impressive though, like with their operations at this park. Like you can never say their operations are bad because they are no. good. Even right. when they're like, even when they're up against it, like they they do their best. I mean, we've all seen big one going around it, like the worst weather. You know what I mean? When most parks would be like, nah. Um, so it's just great to see that you know something like this. They've got it up and running the next day. Uh, same with big one they got it up and running in less than 24 hours so um triggers yeah. boom <laughs> so yeah that's that's uh that's icon and Mikhail for comedy's sake it was a broom yeah up, i'm agreeing yeah it was, it was um very expensive broom. so uh where's, where's my list where's my list um, we will go on to uh, SeaWorld receiving track pieces for the new Ooh. 2023 Ooh. B&M potentially surf coaster. Um, this I'm going to get to film some construction of that, like what's going on in the area and stuff. That's going to be fun. I have to, I don't mm. know if I've got time. <laughs> got so time. this was just this was you shared. Have no time. <laughs> yeah, this was actually shared by SeaWorld themselves, weren't it? When it first mm. was, uh, was a slight. <laughs> It was just the funniest thing. It was kind of just like, oh, here's some trees. We're doing a <laughs> we're doing a big uh, landscaping project at the moment. Yeah. And then it was just like that's B and M track. Like, yeah, definitely B and M track. Such a nice um, color as well. That. Yeah, it's lovely. Really, really nice. That'll complement Mako in the sky so nicely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there, so yeah, that's it really. We could we yeah. could go into detail about that, but and we'll we probably will in later podcasts, obviously, when we get more information about it. But yeah, interesting. And I'm just going to say this is the last topic. Is this come out today? Is Tokyo oh. Disneyland Space Mountain to be reimagined? So um, yeah, big news, really. That's happening. 
2027 it opens. Is it 27? I can't remember what it is now. 2024 it closes and then opens in 27, right? That's what they said. Open in 2027. Yeah, there you go. Memory. Woo! So, yeah, original Space Mountain to permanently close entirely new uh, vision or version. Guardians of the Galaxy confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously people are upset about it, but I'm saying that's sick. That's a sick building. Like, that that is... That looks so good. Wait, people are upset about it? Well, I mean, that no, looks like pro- something probably that they are should Disney, be in but... the Marvel universe. That's what Marvel campus should look. No, like. we don't. Yeah, it should, but let's not make this Marvel. If we've got enough Marvel, as much as I love Marvel, let's not make let's not make it Marvel World. It is Disney World. <laughs> Disney Disneyland. World. Let's go. Yeah, no, I agree. But it, it ben looks says it looks like an ice cream. <laughs> Doesn't it? Right? It kind of does a little bit as well. It looks <laughs> like an ice cream ball. I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I think it looks great. It does. I think it looks, it looks good. Aw- I think it looks awesome. I was, I, I said Sleek, this when I, I said modern. this when I saw it. Like, I would like more custom space mountain show buildings. No. Yeah, not like, just the standard out like, of the box yeah. IKEA flat pack. <laughs> <laughs> IKEA like, flat pack. This like this mountain. like this yeah. one and this one and, um and Disneyland Paris's Space Mountain show building are easily like oh Disneyland ones. Paris. Mm. I can't wait to see that in one my in person. I really can't wait to see that in person. It's so nice. So it I didn't so realize. Nice. I, I'm probably. I didn't even realize that this was the original Space Mountain, like the first ever one. Is that that's not right, surely? Um, Someone tried uh, to make a sign. I, I'm, I'm, I would have to fact check that. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Fact. I don't, I don't, I don't know myself. So. <laughs> can't be right. I, don't I, can't, think I can't remember to- what year no. Tokyo Disneyland opened. Tokyo Disneyland but... did not open after Is it Space Mountain. Yes. <laughs> in Florida was open. I'm sure. Eighty-three in Tokyo. Really? What? No, 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 but, um, Walt Disney World. No, 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 no. The like the first was seventy five. There you go. Disney Disneyland in California opened way before Walt Disney World did. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, it did. Let's have it a look. Did. Disneyland yeah, was Disney World. I thought it was Disney no. World. Opened Apparently, no, Disneyland was the original. Disneyland what? is the original one. Disneyland, Disneyland's the Disneyland's original. Disneyland in California. Park. Yeah. Yeah. So when did that open? CTB has the Disneyland one in California is 2005. Yeah, um, Disney what? World was definitely very <laughs> yeah, first. That... I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure of it. I remember the Imagineering story. Yeah, the I first was park though, was obviously Disneyland. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, 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 the first I park was. No, no, I was just talking about the park. So, oh yes, yeah, no, I'm on about. Maybe, we're talking maybe... about space mountain. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I know. I'm, sa- I'm, I'm I know, but I'm just saying. So I I don't know when Disneyland's original opened. Original Disneyland, seventy seven. So Space Mountain seventy five for Walt Disney World. So so Disney World was first. Had it? Yeah. Okay. Because it was the first coaster with like computerized, and it was in yeah Disney World, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it looks yeah the first Space Mountain, Walt Disney World. So and then okay. this space map. Okay, so yeah, that that okay. I was I was and that was in the eighties. That one originally because I was thinking like, how is this the original one? But yeah, there we go. It's probably original for the park. Yeah, but it's a weird it's way there. to. It's a weird yeah, way. Weird to way to say word, it. Word yeah. it. because you're saying the original space mountain into permanently close, and I was like, yeah. was it? <laughs> um, but yeah, there we go. 
There we go. There we go. No, that's that's sh- that, show, that show building <laughs> looks that show building looks awesome, and the pathway leading up to it gives me Ooh. strong um, Shanghai uh, Tron mm. feeling to it. That's what I got the, vibe the, way it, the way it curves up to the show building, I really I really yeah. like that redesign. Um, apparently, apparently that plaza in front of the show building is getting expanded. Like the the mm. show building is getting moved back. And just the plaza in front of it is getting made way bigger than what it is now, and yeah, it just it looks it looks really good. And I've seen yeah. I've seen seen some photos of um just uh, the Tomorrowland at Tokyo Disneyland. It is starting to look dated, exactly. like yeah, so yeah. Just to yeah to see them, you know, give it giving that area the the attention and the revamp it looks to need. Obviously, yeah. I, obviously, I've never been to Tokyo Disneyland, so I, I, no. I, I don't know for sure. But I watched the Imagineering story yeah. though on it, and and that place is full of culture. That 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 part oh, yeah. is yeah, oh, it's embedded, absolutely. embedded into it, and it's 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 one of them. I'd love to go, just I don't think I ever will be able to. So it's like, I think I will know. get there eventually, because I because I, I mean J- Japan as a country is high on my bucket list of places to visit. So I will, yeah. I will get, I will get there eventually. I don't know when, but, but yeah, yeah. If, if I mean, if if nothing else, just to go to Tokyo Disney Sea more so than Tokyo Disneyland. But, but, um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Tokyo Disneyland does look to have a lot of interesting attractions over there to to look at as well. And I mean, like this, uh, th- this Space Mountain revamp was is like, it, I mean. You, you know it said in the article it was supposed to close at, in 2024 like it is it is slated to close in 2024 and then reopen in 2027 so like it's still you know a, yeah. a, a good few years away yet before they even get started let alone when they get finished yeah yeah the, um, it's a long time off so this must be a massive project Mahusive yeah project. i'm wondering i'm wondering if they're gonna um if it's gonna be an entirely new layout on it um not just because oh. it might be a new cred. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm, I'm wondering what about it is gonna make it take three years. But, um, a lot. That would say like, a gonna, lot. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot going into it. And if whole the, new if, massive show. If building. The, yeah, whole <laughs> new massive show building. Not in the exact place that it is right now. If it's getting so the coast back, is gonna have to be different. like. Yeah, like it's um, like it's, it said, it said completely new, and if it's not a one to one, it's not one to one refit in like the the show building yeah. is literally going in a different place. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's like, crazy, man. I can't even imagine yeah. being part of that project. That looks nuts, but that render mm. looks beautiful. It looks so good. Hey sure. guys, are we ready for the uh, the main? Can we just there? mention Yamagata's train? Oh, yeah yes 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 <laughs> so yeah. thank you so much because it's not on the list but this is just something <laughs> i really want to talk about because it's it, obviously everyone knows well not everyone yeah. knows but mm-hmm. most people who watch the show know that i grew up with dragon manor still down the road for me but yeah this was um it was dropped on their website very quietly but people picked mm-hmm. up on it um yeah. so buffalo coaster which is like the oldest coaster at dragon manor coaster. what one yeah. of the one of the oldest rides if not, they quietly put up the updated, which is the renders done by uh, Coaster Gen team. So yep. it's you, you, James. So Luke, James, uh, Pete. Dave, Pete. And, and Dave. Yeah. And Mikey. Um, have obviously done all the renders, but they've done, look at this. 
this is the maddest coaster <laughs> design. Like, there's <laughs> nothing I've ever seen like this before. It's, a, like, it's, it's incredible. It's so, like, when I first looked at it, I was like, whoa. And uh, then I, so I was like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, we had the same reaction. I was kind of, like, taken <laughs> yeah. back by it. Because yeah. it doesn't look like a coaster. And uh, what you can't <laughs> see as well, that on the back yeah. carriage, there's actually a tail to it. Really? Yeah, there's Ooh. a tail to it on the back carriage. Shout so out, shout cool. out, Reese who tweeted this as well. It's, it's actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Reese, because I didn't even know yeah, this dropped on the website. So like, yeah, this is. But to mm. to, to even see that with like Drayton Manor's logo next to it is just absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah go and follow, well done, go and follow Reese on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was when we first got the concept for this, we were like. Huh? Really? Yeah. Okay. How the <laughs> and then we were like, how this? the fuck is this going <laughs> to How are we going to model this? It's so intricate. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you can see like in the render there, like the wooden and the finish and everything. Obviously, it's it's going to be a metal coaster, right? It's not going to be a wooden mm. coaster. But it's it just looks so looks good. It looks good. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that thing around. Like, as soon as that thing starts testing, mate, I'm going to well up because that's seeing that gonna around... Look, yeah, just, that's going to look that's crazy. Gonna look, look going through the Vikings sign yeah. as well, the way they've built the Viking post yeah. up, the post around the Viking sign. Everyone's seen the construction photos, obviously, it's yeah. been everywhere. But mm. to see that go past, everyone's like, oh, they should have encased it. Nah, I want to see this. I want to see this yeah. go over that. That that looks... Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, because we when we met you at the park... we. Me and Joe were saying, like, it would have been nice to have like a tunnel element there, but now this looks, now I know what the train looks like. This is a spectacle you need in to itself. See it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that thing does two laps, two lap special. Mm-hmm. So like, that's going to be running quite a lot, you know. So you're always going to kind of get that visual as you walk through. And you've got to think how how close it is to far as well. Mm. The views you get over the lake, like the way it comes back towards Apocalypse, you see the rest yeah. of the park, you see people entering Vikings World, Vikings Land. Sorry, that, that and, nose, that that nose is huge. The nose, the nose, the nose car is so cool. It yeah, is. so well detailed. This is yeah, getting really more like, excited. I really like that. I really and like well, that. when I was at Wallaby Belgium, um, they've got a Viking area and they've got a disco coaster. Very yeah, I was going to ask about this. Aiming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. But they've got theme. hills, haven't they? They've got actual hills yeah. on the track. I mean, awesome. it looks so good. Like, yeah. I was kind of good in a way because I was just like, I hope that doesn't take, like, take it away. But I, I think no. from what I've seen, no. No. Drayton have really like made it their own, which is good, which is nice to see. And plus, they've got a nebulous. So, yeah, I think that Wallaby Belgium. No, sorry, Popsa. yeah, man. <laughs> Same Wallaby Belgium is Popsa. I was uh, gonna, well, I was gonna yeah, say you. Yeah. I, I, I thought I heard you say Wallaby Belgium. I was like, yeah, yeah. Is, is he talking no, about the whole the area that, <laughs> that's been designed by you know by Drayton and the yeah. things is just it's arguably going to be one of the best themed areas in the country. Like it's so good, it's not standard placements. It's it's people mm. have taken time with brushes to articulate rust on poles and. It's like they're really going into detail with the paint palettes and what they're using, the colors and how they're doing it. It's yeah, ah, honestly, we saw we saw so the colors on this little details, though. and the amount of details on top of everything else yeah. just makes it spectacular. The guys down there yeah. are doing such an amazing job, and it's been an absolute pleasure 
to be a part uh, of this. Jack saying aerodynamics, though. So, um, Jack, powered, in terms, yeah, it's, it's normally happen. normally that would be the much. case for most coasters, but because this is powered, it's Jack's powered. never been Jack's never been to Drayton, so he wouldn't he wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, so it's a Mac powered coaster. It's a Mac basically. powered coaster, so it's always going to like sustain it. Yeah, it, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, get like a flying fast. fish. That is probably very. Not aerodynamic. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That thing would be falling fish, wouldn't it? Yeah. Runway mine train. That's <laughs> yeah, my... not a very aerodynamic front. No, as a. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the beauty of power coasters, though, isn't it? Is you can yeah. get away with these crazy designs like the mine trains and stuff like that. It's it's you can't really get away with that on anything else. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. And some of them are the best trains as well. Like the yeah. the the, the Apart from you know, actual coasters. mine train coasters, but yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, the mine train coasters, yeah. But I mean, they they have to have like several lift hills. Yeah, that's the reason why. <laughs> that's several, that's several reason why they have for to. no reason. Just, that's yeah, that's yeah. just reminded me, Luke. I need yeah. to show you this TikTok account. Okay. Some guys in America have made their own Thunder Mountain in their back garden. What with a launch. What? <laughs> it's mental. I need to show you. Yeah, that, <laughs> this fucking back garden. What? <laughs> yeah, how it's like a, it's a farm. Like they have a. Oh, fair. Uh, yeah, farm. Yeah, yeah. Emily yeah. saying Drayton need another big coaster. They do, yeah. man. But I think we have to remember, like that they've recently only been taken. Well, they got taken over during COVID, and since then they've had the updates of Venture Cove, which they needed a hundred percent like they needed to update that entire area because if you start updating other bits of the park like putting in new lands before you've done stuff that needs a little bit of uh, the attention then it's going to feel like a really weird park so i think it was the right thing to do was to update adventure cove this yeah. area like when you when we was at drayton and matt i know emily and matt went recently but when i went like the other week um just seeing the disco over the other side of the the park by you know when you're in the um rapids queue you're yeah. like this park feels huge now like yeah. it's so mad it like what a difference so it does it does that's, that's that side needed so much more yeah. energy as yeah because well. it's just it's... a hill and then you've just got one yeah. side is where all the rides are yeah you've got apocalypse in the middle now yeah. you've got this whole new area mm -hmm. to go it's and balanced out and... yeah but really i but i <sighs> I don't know if there's a new coast to come in, but I mean, surely it's heading in that direction. Seeing all the updates we're getting, like I hope they do. Like yeah, I hope I, even do. though I work with the park, I have no idea. Like no. you don't get told stuff like this, like that no. far in advance at all. But Not at all. I don't know. I've just got a feeling we'll see something. Um, and I like the idea of the <laughs> the relocated it, Batman, ri Batman ride. Batman <laughs> <laughs> ride. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that, shall we? I'll, I'll, I'll take that. that. I'll take just that. Just trying to get some Batman clone. I'll take yeah. that. I'll take a Batman clone, more, man. It? Double looping <laughs> Batman clone. Uh, oh. yeah. Batman clone. Also, correction for earlier, it's a Zamperla power coaster, not Mac. Oh, it's Zamperla. Is it actually Zamperla? Oh, I thought it was Mac. <laughs> Well, no, has it never been Mac? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they just changed it, quietly changed it. Fair. <laughs> Enzo, coming soon. Straight <laughs> Bye, guys. So, what makes a good theme park? Discuss. <sighs> <laughs> 
said. Holy everything, shit. Everything we just said in the past hour and a half. Yeah, right, yeah. night guys. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Me yeah. being at the park. That was. It's a good theme park wow. if I'm there. The original thing we come up with was like, we was talking like, what are your pet peeves of a theme park? And I was like, oh, it's our first one back after a week. I don't want to be so neggy and just talk about Cobwebs in Air Station. So instead of talking about pet peeves, we're going to be like, but pet peeves are going to obviously come up. Like, it's kind of like, what do you like to see a theme park do? Like, mm-hmm. what make what it's makes cool. it um, a good theme park when you go to it, um, really? So, indeed, who wants? I'm going to start off with just saying theming. End of. Let's go. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've got one that's different to theming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh guest experience and relations. Yeah. From so that's the, like, why... staff. That yeah. that makes or breaks a theme park. I'm gonna if narrow down starter... I'm gonna narrow down slightly on that. Oh that's, that's say... exactly where you're gonna go as well. And we me and McCall were talking about this the other day is communication. Yeah yeah. 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 And I think that's probably what we all mean anyway. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. communication from a park is so important and, and it's never been more true than like my you know our experience at Wallaby Belgium at the weekend where there's no there's no there's no time there's no time that condo has been told that the queue line is going to be closing it's just like randomly shut and if it's your oh, first day at yeah. a theme park you know we're used in the uk if it, if it when a park closes that means that's like a universal thing in the uk most of the yeah, time unless there's that's been something the time unless the queue line is that's closed. the time as soon as you start venturing to like mainland europe and then like place in america that's very different every park is very very different yeah so but that's not a problem if you go to because i've been to some parks i can't even think but i've been to some parks in europe that it tells you on the gate like what time that the, the ride is closing and it is different but it's fine because you've seen it you've walked past the sign it's normally by where the wait time is um so that, that's yeah, that's fantasy land does that doesn't it yeah i think that's yeah, yeah that's what it was yeah that's where, that's where it was fantasy land Mm-hmm. yeah it's that that's that's a big thing for me because you could have the best day of your life but then if suddenly the last thing you are experienced with is someone going yeah sorry only pass holders only now you're like what like mm-hmm. especially when, if you've, when, you, when you might have been yeah. told previously in the day yeah. from another member of yeah. staff that you'll be able to ride something or yeah. anything until park close Mm. And then it comes to, you know, you're trying to queue close something. Now you can't get on anymore. Yeah. yeah. For for whatever reason. like mis- And then mis- last rides can be the best rides of the day. Like, yeah. Because you're all together. You're all trying to get on the same ride together. Like, we've all done it on Smiler, last ride of the yeah. day. Like, okay, let's all go. Oh, oh Galactica. Yeah. Oh, mate, like, that's so good. The last ride. That was <laughs> so that was good. But I think pa- parks need to remember, like, if you're like, yeah, you have your regulars who go all the time, but then a lot of people who are at the parks are people who have one day to try and get mm-hmm. in, in everything. They maybe sure. got, they maybe going somewhere else tomorrow, or they flew halfway around the world to be yeah. one day in this park. Literally, and yeah. then and then suddenly, like, <laughs> and then suddenly you just close it. Like it's 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 not good, is it? It's not good, and you've paid money to be in the park and stuff like that, and. You, you I think plan, everyone, everyone of, plans that everyone plans their day. They go, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Done a lot of research into it, and know exactly how it goes. And then suddenly, they throw a span in the works. You know, 
you try a lot of people a lot of enthusiasts as well will will be like they know exactly what they want the last ride of the day to be if you take that away from them you can they're gonna be angry i think a, i think a lot of parks that have these communication issues just really underestimate what af- what effect these kind of little mishaps have on someone's mm. satisfaction yeah and like something like that something like this a part of part of like almost any park's main goal is to secure return visits yeah like yeah. that's where that's where so many parks get their like fill fill their profit margins off yeah. of and one little one little thing like this that could be of that that could have been could have been easily avoided with just yeah. transparency yeah. in your communication yeah letting people know ahead of time it can be the difference between oh i can't wait to come back here i really can't wait to come back here and oh, i might just go to that other park yeah can't be asked for that again like yeah it's it's it literally can come down to like that tiny little thing sometimes yeah, with with people. Sure. and uh, like the parks that really key in on making sure you are as well informed as you possibly can be before you leave the house to go to mm. the park when you arrive at the park during your day at the park mm. and you know in the last hour or so for sure like, during the park those yeah. are the parks that win long term because mm-hmm. not only are you not only are you making sure that guests are having like uh, like not only are you making sure that like you're basically securing like mm. the, like the potential of that guest having the best thing they possibly can yeah. it's also building just you know a relationship there between yeah between the guest and you know the people like the the staff members at the park and every and everything like they all it all keys into like i said ensuring return visits return i think a good example season past sales i think a good example of that is like it's just one example because it's off the top of my head but it's like if you ride a runaway mine train at on towers last you're getting at least five rides I, mm. i've done it where i've got seven like there's i think it was like fright nights not fr- fright nights Blasphemy! That was that. When did that happen? Scarefest. Come on, um, we got we got we did it last, and we got yeah, we got, uh, we got seven rides on it. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> and that's that's just like, and there's loads of examples of of parks that do that, and it's just yeah. like last giving you that like amazing time at the end of the day, and something to talk about. Um, I just don't. I just you get the got the feeling at Wallaby Belgium, even though it's a great park with a great day. None of us come away like sour about it. We still was just like it was a great day. Um, but if we'd have gone there, especially just say if we just on one trip to Wallaby, like we'd spent all that money to do one park, yeah. like we'd have been a bit annoyed. And it, you kind of got the feeling where it was kind of like they was just trying to get you out of the park. It was mm. you know that like when you're in a club and it's the lights come on and it's just like, all right, guys, drink up. Right, time, let's go out, out. It's like, it's kind of like, you can't, like, oh, because like, but we was looking at it and um, that by, they'd cleared the whole queue before six, six o'clock. So it's just obvious, like, that they wanted to get the ride ops out, uh, ride hosts out, 
um by like six be cleared it by six which yeah. you know i guess if like you you if you're a ride host and you've done that in the past you're like well fair enough but wallaby belgium at the minute is open saturday sunday that's it it's not open throughout the week yeah. so i'm like what what why are you in such a rush like I yeah. it's, if it's a case of other the ride ups because i hear there's a lot like the ride ups the ride hosts are tired they've been on these days that's the park's fault employ more people like yeah. If they're just on the ride all day, that ain't safe. Like, yeah. <laughs> like give them a break. Like, mistakes that's not will the, be made. Yeah, that's not a, a good way. Like, the operations in Wallaby Belgium are very, very good. They like, don't get yeah. me wrong. Very, very fast. Faster than Plopsa. Um, on Plopsa, some some of some of the rides were being operated by one person. Like literally, they were the ride host and the ride up. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but Wallaby Belgium operations were, were decent. But yeah, like when we were like walking out the park, I was seeing some of the ride ups just walking out with us, and I'm like, "This is mad." I was like, <laughs> "I know you're tired, but like, it's it's just it's annoying anyway. It makes you feel like you're not really appreciated, and I think that's the problem with some of these parks. They just rest on the laurels. They like they don't think we're global. They think we're local, and I think yeah. it's just that mind frame of like, yeah." we're a local park it's like no, you're not you've got condo <laughs> in the park you know yeah <laughs> it's like that's yeah. why you've built it yeah. um but maybe like the management or whatever just in that mind frame of that i get that I mean. very I same heard... vibe from flamingo land that's to be honest, i have i have it. heard um on I, th- I can't remember i can't remember what podcast it was on um uh i can't remember um th- just about um some things to do with wallaby belgium's operations specifically on condor with i don't i don't know if you happen to see this mm. but with, but with their i don't know what they call their fast pass service i don't know if they have a specific name for it or anything yeah but um people that and this might have changed from when i heard it it was a while ago that i heard this but um they were like the, the people who had bought the people the people who had like their fast pass system were able to then choose where they wanted to sit on the on on the train yeah and I, I that spoke... kind of that kind of irked me a little bit because if you, if if mm-hmm. it's, it's just my opinion mm. if you if you have a fa- if you have fast pass if you're able to use fast pass for a ride mm. you shouldn't then get to choose where you want to sit you well you're already there's... skipping the queue you're, you're already skipping the queue line yeah port yeah. ventura do that Port Aventura, which was great for us when we went last went because we got it included in our like hotel package was fast passes. Yeah. But like it's almost like the only way to guarantee like a front row, a front or back row ride on Shambhala was like having that fast pass because yeah, it's not like it's not like oh it's stated in it, but at the end of the day, like the fast pass people are giving first pick of the road they want to go on. So like we're we're letting first and we're like I'll go in that one, obviously. I'm going to go front. I'm going to go back. I'm, you know, you know that's what we're going to do. So yeah. you've not got a chance. So I agree. It's nice when it's the other way around, but for most people, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. if it's your <laughs> yeah. local park, for example, that must be so annoying. Like the fact that you're not going to buy fast passes every time you go to your local park, are you? No. Um, and mm-hmm. if you just like the first time I went to Port, oh, we didn't have fast passes, but thankfully mm-hmm. went in the week and it was fine. But at the weekend, it's bad. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really bad at the weekend. Don't yeah, the it's weekend. so bad. It's like hell. <laughs> Stay at a hotel. Um, Go to the beach. It's, it's like <laughs> paradise in the week. It's yeah. so nice. But like at, the ops just fall apart. Operations fall apart <laughs> at the weekend. Um, yeah. 
Well, yeah, p- people have been saying like fast, like a bit of debate in the. Um, yeah, I was about to say saying, like, to, about some people. Some people are giving some good suggestions, definitely. Because um, um, like people was, are saying like like so, uh, the Portland's having so yeah, Emily's saying Portland's having no fast track was great. The park works so well. So this is this comes back to I want to quickly because there's other things mm. I want to talk about. Yeah, it's not just like guest relations and stuff, but. Um, Matt had mentioned parking. I want to touch on that as well. Yeah. So you've got like, with Portland's is a great example in this country of not having a fast pass and it works great. And the reason for that is that there's no like heavy discount online um, for getting a ticket. It's all one price. And this always, and there's a great article that was published on uh, Blue Loop. And it was by, I can't remember the author's name, but it's someone who works at attractions.io who do the apps for all the parks, like Alton Towers and, and everywhere like that. Um, yeah. And they were just comparing like two different models. Like the old model, which a lot of parks still run on, is get as cram as many people into the park as possible, offer two for ones, um, just, just get as many people in there and then you just upsell them on food and stuff like that. So it's all based on that. That's where fast passes fall apart because people get there, loads of queues, people buy fast passes, it takes over the normal queue. It's kind of an old model. Whereas you see Portland's thing is it's a higher, higher gate price, mm-hmm. no fast passes, hardly any queues. Like every time I've been to Portland's, it's been so smooth sailing. It's been great. That's and interesting. Th- th- there's a lot of European parks like that as well that do not offer fast passes. And it's actually feeds it, into the point I'm about to make, so this is cool. This and is the reason it works is because there's a higher gate price. You haven't got every single every single school kid in the area all going yeah. at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clogging yeah. up all the you know, that that's the reason it works. So it comes to that kind of thing where we've got some theme parks in this country that is, is you know, with a two for one, it's twenty five pounds to get in. Like, yeah, it's great when you're skint. <laughs> but if i'm visiting another country would i rather say i'm going because we're going to hansa park soon and, and uh, we're going to hansa park would i rather pay 25 pounds and then have to upgrade to a fast pass to get everything done in one day or would i just rather pay like 40 40 pounds and know yeah. that it's going to be okay and i'm going to get everything in i'd rather pay the upcharge and have a better overall day personally um i know yeah. it's not great for everyone who's got not that much money but i don't know it's just it's the catch 22 isn't it really yeah and um to go into matt's point i'm gonna link these i'm gonna link this together well he he had mentioned um free parking it's a Mm. real sting for guests if they're leaving if they're leaving impression of a park is having to buy an overpriced parking ticket and then queue for ages to get out and yeah that is that's another that's another thing like you had you had mentioned there being a really cheap entry price but then having to pay for things like you know like seemingly overpriced parking uh fast pass tickets locker Lockers. rentals yeah locker, yeah, locker rentals fucking big one. um really seemingly steeply priced f- on-ride photos stuff yeah. like that um it all just like it's all well and good having a really cheap um entry price and stuff until you then start making your guests feel like you're just money grabbing at every chance yeah. you get. Yeah. And I personally, and I and I think a lot of people would agree as well, 
like like you had said, Sean, I would mm. rather pay a higher entry f- price, which then in itself covers all of these costs that you otherwise would, yeah, you know, get out, the end anyway. get out of <laughs> yeah. people through all of these little yeah. things. But then, like yeah. everything else, feels like everything else feels like normal. Like it's just not money. It's just not money growing. Yeah. Like like yeah. everything else is already included, and you don't feel like the park is pulling money out of your pocket the entire day. Yeah. I feel, like sometimes sometimes I feel like sometimes theme parks are kind of like service stations. They know that you've got no option or like a train station. Yeah. You've got no option. You want, you want a bottle of water. You're paying two pound 20 for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it. You've got no choice. Like, yeah. But, but if they hike the price up of the entry, that stuff can be considered. All that other stuff can be considered. Yeah. To, you yeah. Know, especially, especially, especially with some parks with their locker policies as well. Like some parks, oh, they man. don't give you a choice. You have to put your stuff mm-hmm. in a locker. Yeah. And if you're making me put my stuff in a locker, don't make me pay for it. No, no. That's, that's if horrible. that's your plan like yeah. to ride, then. That's such a big thing in America, isn't it? In American yeah, parks. I, I'm yeah. ready for that. Especially, especially, especially at the chain parks. Yeah. I'm well, Sam said um, it's a good idea, but could outprice some families. Um, and that that is the risk in it, really. Like when I was younger, like we could not afford to go to one's house as a family. We just couldn't Same. do it. And it, it it's but we could, but we we ended up going to like Tenerife. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, we ended yeah, up yeah, going yeah. to <laughs> other options, not just a theme park. So uh, it's kind of like yeah, it could outprice them, but most people are choosing between the two. I, you know, and maybe that's that's the, the the concept we have to have because every European park I book onto and the ones I've done in America, they've all been like minimum thirty five to get in, forty, like even higher. Um, but they're just operated better. They're just operated a little bit like mm-hmm. more. Like you say, it's not not even operated better. It's just there's less people on park, so it feels like you're having a better day. That's that's yeah. just the the. That that's it. Less um, pressure on I, I staff. Would, I would. Well. I was just gonna say, yeah, but less pressure on staff. They're in a better mood, but also, I would say, um, like they could offer like uh, concessions. So students, if you've got a student card or something like that, like they mm. can get in for a better price. So you're still getting in. Like I don't want to outprice students as well either, because if you're a student, if you hook someone in you might have them for life then that's the same yeah. as me when i started going to Orton towers as, as, a, as a student like i started yeah, going all absolutely. the time yeah um and then like if you are someone who wants to go all the time you don't have it's like pleasure beach it's like that's that's why I, that's why i got a season pass so i could go all the time i'm not gonna pay for, i haven't got I'm, i haven't got i can't afford to pay 40 pounds every time i want to go to pleasure beach no. i knew that <laughs> so yeah so i just saved up and got it you know so yeah. um Another um oh I was gonna. Do you think yeah, a wristband system would be cool, like old school BP, or like a white knuckle band for the coasters, or a band just for family rides? Just spitballing here. I don't think it would. Only because it depends on the park. Okay. It depends okay. on the park. Yeah, like depends if it's somewhere like if it's somewhere like. I, I think know, Adventure Island does that stuff. Yeah, like Adventure Island or Tokens and stuff like that. That's great, but like you've got to think where the reason like pleasure beach for example stops doing like you could just walk into the park it's because they had that they, they had the amount of people they had to kick out like stag dudes yeah like not even going on rides just hanging about there yeah like yeah. youths 
Like, you know, <laughs> you know what some of us feel like when we were younger. Like, I, just, I, I, just bad with, vibes. With yeah. I still see that shot from the night's program where it showed yeah. the bridge just fucking packed. Yeah. So, so I'm surprised it didn't all fall into River Caves, man, that night. Like, you don't, like, you don't, you don't uh, want a park to become like a walk through, like a walkway. Like, people no. are just going through the park to get to another, no. like, to get to the other side of it. That's what ends up happening with wristband type of parks. It's like, it was great. But yeah. at the same time, you think, look at the effect it's had on the attractions. Like, yeah. And look at it now. You know, you've got Icon. Like, you couldn't have that if that, you know, if you had people walking through there. Yeah. You know, it, it works it for, like you say, point. it works for some parks. But I think if you're trying to go for like an a whole day experience, like, you need to have, when people pay to get in somewhere, they're appreciating it. You know what I mean? They're there I, I, to appreciate. I, yeah. And they're there to have a good time, not just like to hang about and be like, I'm just going to go in the arcades. You know, <laughs> it was like. Mark's just made a good point. Do you think Battle uh, Pleasure Beach should bring back the non rider pass? I absolutely do. Because, like, yeah, if I go that's... with my mum and dad and yeah, my yeah. missus, like, my mum's not going to go on everything. You know, yeah. my missus isn't going to go on everything. So, it's every like... park, every park should have a non rider pass. A non rider pass. Yes. Yeah, without it, a shadow yeah. of a Because it should be a family experience if you want like elderly people in your family to come along sure. and they're, they're happy just to stand there watch everyone on rides hold bags go get people food like they just want to help out like that's a big that's just a want big a thing day out my, and have fun. That, yeah. yeah that's that's like a big part of my memories growing up was like going sure. with the whole family people don't want to go. even like small rides people don't want to go on them so yeah 100% need Indeed. to bring that back um, so um i was going to uh, touch on one that I had thought of earlier um, when it comes to um, intelligent park layout design. Yeah. So um, I think this is much more important than people, um, you know, th th than the amount that people talk about it because yeah. um, this can go, this can go a lot into someone's experience of a park as well. Um, yeah, I agree. I I am typically a person who doesn't mind walking a lot when it comes to no. parks and and no. and I don't I don't it's mind part of my gym workout. Same. No no no. Literally same. Literally It's my only workout. <laughs> <laughs> and um I um of, of course like like I'm a um, I, I draw. I draw a lot. I take a lot of photos. I like a hilly park, right? <laughs> I like a bit of multi multi dimensionality to to parks and stuff. But um, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like, and a lot of a lot of people like to feel like they don't have to walk. Yeah. In, like, like for you know, like a million miles to get to to get to one thing that they want to ride, or they don't mm. like. They like to feel like they don't have to necessarily go in an opposite direction in order and then turn back on themselves in order to get to another area of the park there are parks like um uh and these these are just sort of like isolated examples but like parks like bush gardens tampa and dollywood for example their parks layouts are like they're almost like massive triangles and it's like you can't get if you're like use bush gardens tampa for example if you're over in uh if you're over at montu for example and you want to get to maybe shikra yeah like you have to go you basically have to go around like the whole outside edge of the park to get to like shikra and tigris and maybe even yeah uh, like 
over over on that side to get to over there or like or likewise or like conversely if you're over on that side of the park it may be a case of you have to go up to the top where Kumba is to then come back on yourself to maybe get to like uh falcon's fury like right. um over in pantopia and stuff like that i mean i may be a little inaccurate with i'm just trying to go off the top of my head but um but like things like that um and some sometimes it can't be sometimes it can't be avoided because of the topography of the land that the park sits on and stuff like at dollywood yeah. it's it's kind of hard to avoid because i mean it's in a literal valley but um <laughs> yeah, like the and, towers isn't it really like it's, exactly it's, exactly yeah. but um like it just just being it being able to to craft a park layout as intelligently as and efficiently as you can i think is important and um i think a great example of that is bush gardens williamsburg actually mm. it's all um it's all in a circle and there are there are pathways like that basically cut through the circle and you can take yeah. shortcuts to different areas and stuff well it's, it's, it's and, isn't it the um what's it called it's like the spindle it's like what disney kind of oh, the hub and spoke yeah that's it <laughs> spindle <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's that kind of thinking in it where it's Bit like midlands there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know not even midlands but i don't know what that was, nah, it was <laughs> industrial revolution yeah yeah, in the, yeah true true but no it's it's that it's just thinking about like how you can just get to places very quickly mm. rather than doing the whole lap around yeah um like, like, park, i hate for that four yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. You, even though it's so small, small island mm. you, the pathways aren't that big anyway yeah swarm is a very popular ride why have you only got one access path to yeah. that entire island yeah no, and yeah, if I you're agree, at stealth you have to walk all the way around the park to get to the swarm it's have literally a... next to it you could put a bridge there yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have a little ferry there at least oh i should have one of them poly bridges you know you see them in po- some parts that would be yes. sick yeah <laughs> and it's like um but yeah, like, it, it like feels Pitlock. like Thorpe have tried to do hub and spoke from the the oh. uh, dome, very very because small, it like does five like, yeah, it does have yeah. the spokes coming off of it. Yeah, but it, it doesn't down. work if you don't have the hub centered in the, in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's a very weird. It's a very it's weird. It's called wheel more than the hub and spoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's but like then, yeah. yeah, and it's like that. Um, I, I suppose like when you have a park that gets like very busy very easily as well like pinch points become a thing as well and like yeah. oh yeah and so bad Ch- like chessington oh. is horrid oh chess oh yeah it chessington is. world yeah. adventures yeah. is hot like the, the, the thing is the thing is you got the thing is it's tricky to find a it's tricky to find a balance because like the places where the places in chessington world of adventures where like can get like become pinch points and bottlenecks for cra- for crowds and stuff trying uh uh yeah by uh vampire and almost and down by a uh, scorpion express is it yeah down there, down there as well i as, visually speaking and aesthetics wise i love the look of those areas because like you know mm. where the sight lines kind of all meet at one po- at one point, and it's like I I, yeah. I, was, I like that. Yeah, I, vi- do. I was going to say in terms of in terms of th- in terms of thematics, like those work. But th- those in terms in terms of how they look, but 
operationally wise and logistics wise when you tr when you're trying to have like you know guest flows but, you know always always moving it 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 can be tricky to get a balance of that but if you look because at but then again like sometimes that adds to immersion like with chessington for example i kind of like the fact that you kind of get lost a little bit and you're kind of like discovering places all the time and if you look at like we were talking about earlier when you're surrounded Taj, by crowds though yeah, but is that a crowd issue? Is that crowd issue again? Like thinking about what we're talking about with like the price and the gate and and two for one office and stuff. Is it that? Uh, well, it might not even oh, be. Oh, the, okay. It, yeah, I, I might, see the point. I see the it point. Might, it might not yeah, even yeah, be yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Point. It might just be. Yeah. It might just be that Chessington is, as we all know, a park full of very low throughput rides. That's what yeah, it actually that, I mean, might that, be. That, that too. That too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, con that contributes to it. That <laughs> does contribute to it massively. If you've got like good rides that have got high throughput rides, uh, for the high throughput um, levels, capacity, yeah, capacity, yeah. Then that's that's kind of getting away with that a little bit. Because if you look at Fantasyland, like we were talking about earlier, that is a pretty difficult part. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of a. Uh, there's a lot of narrow path. There's a lot of narrow. <laughs> There's a lot of cooly sacks. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, like for example, like where Black Mamba is. There's basically one entrance and one out. There's, you can go over the bridge, but then you're the other side of the park, which is a bit random, mm. and it's still quite a long way around. Um, and even like, um, you know, where, where Chapas is as well. Like that. That's a bit crazy because it's such a random path that takes you through and out of it. So sometimes it can work and sometimes it can't work. So I think, yeah, it, it, it's... I think uh, one, th one, th one example of a park that just took advantage of, of um, crowding and bottlenecking issues so well is Islands of Adventure. When mm. they opened Velocicoaster and they opened the, the, uh, the Hogsmeade, but well, the, the, uh, the bypass bridge that, mm takes you that that um that takes you away from that, yeah. hogsmeade so where does it go that, from so what so it, it, so it literally bridge? like it goes from the top of um the lost continent yeah goes through the rose ball helix of velocicoaster over to velocicoaster's um so it cuts out hogsmeade completely cuts out cuts out hogsmeade oh well wow. so that's a cuts big bridge yeah yeah so like it, it, it literally huh. goes to velocicoaster's um entrance plaza and then you mm. and then to the right from there you have the pathway that goes up to jurassic park i didn't it even realize it, that it, it cuts like, out yeah. it cuts out hogsmeade completely hogsmeade still gets that that um yeah hogsmeade that bottlenecking worst, issue it? because it's because it's hogsmeade yeah. because it's harry potter but, uh, it, still, uh, but, it still has that issue it still gets rammed in there but that, but, that was going to be another one of my examples was like what was islands of adventure where you're basically just walking around a big lake and if you're in the wrong spot <laughs> it's a big long <laughs> yeah, walk like and, and it it's kind of like it's that. kind of similar to um kind of similar to epcot in that in that way it's the fact that it's don't just one big circle yeah don't you think don't you think with islands of adventure though like I've never, I've never wanted to go from one place, one specific place in Islands of Adventure to another, and had it feel like it took a hell of a long time to. That's get over there. but that's probably because we like, like we said earlier, that's probably because we, we I like enjoy walking. Don't we? walking. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. going through the different areas. I love yeah. it. Like that I, like Joe, sometimes like curses me for it because when we're at towers, I'm like, I want, I don't want to get the Scott, I don't want to queue up for, for the Sky Ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want the. <laughs> 
yeah. I want to go and, and walk through. To, there's so many different ways in towers, for, for example, sure. to get to different areas where it's like, it never gets boring for me. I understand yeah. not everyone likes walking, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I think for some people, like Haunted seeing it from, my from our family's perspective, Islands of Adventure, it was long for some of the people in our family. They was just like, you know, the heat and the humidity and they're like, oh my God, like just walking along like that. And especially if you've got smokers in your group as well, <laughs> they just want to get to the, <laughs> the nearest smoking area. Um, so I don't know. It works. It's a weird <laughs> one then, but I guess that's, 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 that's a good example really because yeah. that like what you're saying, it is a good idea, but I think it only really works if you're building a park from scratch yeah 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 and like there's a balance to be found and you can still you can still make a park uh, immersive because i think disney do really well like the magic kingdom is like the most magic kingdom all the magic kingdom box is like the 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 kind of big example of that working really well where it is that hub and spoke design but Mm. you still feel like you're going on an adventure and everything still feels very immersive. So, right. One of the things with that, though, you've got to realize is that to actually get into the park, Disney has so many different ways where we genuinely have one car park, one and one, yeah. one express parking system. That's it. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and I think they're all designed to come in on one area and go out from one area and then go out again, which is why it works so well for Disney because the amount of people they get through them doors is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, by the way, Matt's uh, port at the minute. Oh, cool, nice. <laughs> he's had a really good time. Oh, is he literally at Port of Insurer? I think he's still there. It's like 11 p.m. in the hotel now. Say hi to Shambhala for me, please. Yeah, such a Give great Dragon Council some love as well. It deserves yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that's that's a good that's a good idea as well. Like you say, like um, design of a park. Mm. um I, i'm just saying like, on, on the topic of theming for me it's just a d- attention to detail um yes. again it's yeah. what i like to see um not off the shelf stuff not like off the shelf stuff less the less uh the less final the better normally mm. for me like yeah. even when it comes down to signs if you can have a 3d designed <laughs> sign rather than just a flat like bit of you know vinyl i think it makes the world a difference yeah. you know um that's a big one for me um when it co- when it comes to theming um my thing is like do things make sense hmm. like in terms yeah. of in terms of visualizing and scenario based theming and presentation do things make sense in conjunction with each other like yeah. um that's that's always that's that's always something that sticks out to me and um to be able to notice things yeah. that really like they don't explicitly like explain like the scenario but it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like when you listen when you listen to a song and like yeah. it's not necessarily like the person the person singing or rapping or whatever isn't necessarily just just, just telling you a story but just putting you in it putting you giving you the sort of imagery and just putting you mm. in that in that scenario yeah. I, I think like theme in a theme park it when done when done properly does the same thing the best example i have is silver dollar city of that. yeah like yeah that silver, whole park sil- makes sense the yeah. entire the entire park literally like it's all like the, the silver dollar city does actually, does actually have not, right 
well like it has like different themed areas mm. but they're all consistent with each other they're all yeah, they're yeah. all consistent with each other they're all they all make sense with each other within yeah. this within the overarching scope of an 1800s missouri city mm. or like small small town midwestern america like they all they all make sense to me together and there are like signs of of just there are signs of just like different things different uh building signs that all play into just that imagery of everything that you're seeing and everything that you're thinking about while you're there one thing one thing that one thing that i think really contributes well to that is like the um the show that like the show buildings and facades for certain rides and stuff Mm. um and certain and certain coasters yeah the where you would expect a big sign for the ride or ride logo to be it has the name of the building it doesn't have the name it doesn't have the name of the ride it has the name of the it it has the name of the building so you really feel like you're in you're in yeah you really feel like you're in this town and Mm. then once you get once you get closer into it you may see like the uh, the name of the name of the ride that's just a bit smaller like underneath the main building sign mm. and it makes it and it makes it feel like you're not at a theme park it makes it feel like you're just in a town that happens to have rides yeah on. yeah and yeah I, and i i love that about that's one of the things i love the most about silver dollar city yeah. and it's scenario but uh, so unique vis- visual storytelling visual image like yeah uh, storytelling imagery in that way when done when done properly and done creatively makes a whole world of difference by the way um matt I've, what uh, does anyone know what nickelodeon street station ceiling is like i don't think i've ever looked up it's just metal isn't it <laughs> that's <laughs> the joke then you used to have some stripes on the front yeah. of it on the building when it was roller coaster but Wait, by the way, guys, we're going to get onto theme park food soon because I know that Ben is talking about that. So I'm going to get yeah. onto that in a minute. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, I did want to. Um, this was always going to be a long episode. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. On that comment, fish. though, about <clears throat> Silver Dollar City having like a kind of a, a, a um, universal language in a way, I guess what you could call it, like a visual language yeah. across the mm-hmm. entire park. Like that's the same way I try and explain Efteling to people is that these different, they're like, you don't necessarily have at Efteling, like a, each, each area is like highly themed to like a Western or space or it's kind of like Efteling. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Efteling. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's, the, like its own yeah. thing. Yeah. It's well, like its little, own world. It's like its own but... world. And everywhere you go, you're like, this is Efteling. Like every you place you go. Step into a different part of Efteling's world. Yeah. The, the, it's like its own, yeah, it's like its own country or something. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like the visual style of the buildings are very similar to each other. Sometimes you, you go, it's almost like you're going to different countries in this fictional world. And they just do just it so well. world building. Yeah. It? Yeah, it really yeah. is. And they've and the, the amazing thing about Efteling is it's been going since oh, man, I think it's like the seventies or maybe wow. before that. It's been going before it, that. But even the stuff from when it first opened still looks the same as like Baron. Like Baron still has got that visual language of of something that was made like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And that's just what people love about it. And that's what keeps like the fans happy of Efteling, like the local people you know it's 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 amazing Speaks to the culture of the yeah. area 
Mm. And but then you've got other but then you've got like okay, just because we've been talking about Fantasia Land, I wouldn't necessarily say them worlds go together in that way, but it's different because ev- for me anyway, when you go into like a little pocket of uh, of an area in Fantasia Land, it feels so different to everywhere else in the park, but it's kind of enclosed, mm. so Does it gets each away area with it. Fantasia Land feel like a different theme park. To me, it yes. does. Yes, to me, it absolutely, it does. does. And That's that, the vibe that, that, I get from it, and that adds into it. But yeah. they've made it so different. But every yeah. every area is Has highly themed thing. to yeah. down to the late, you know. So it can work. It depends what park you're in, I guess. Yeah. That if you're going to go down that route, where or I mean, like Rookburg compared to Klugheim could not be more different. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it almost feels like with what I've seen is. Um, because obviously I've not been there since um, Rockburg has opened, but Rockburg probably looks like a future version of Klugheim. Because <laughs> like <laughs> Klugheim's very like industrial, but in a wooden way. But then you've got Rockburg, which is very steampunk esque. But then you go to well, like Klugheim. Um, Klugheim is just super super rustic. Isn't yeah, it? rustic. Yeah. Like in ter- in terms of the architecture of the buildings mm. in there, and the fact that everything seems to be rooted in the rock walls around yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas Rockburg is obviously obviously much more industrial but um like not just industrial to be industrial like it's moody it's yeah like it's got steam it's, you got yeah. like uh, and, yeah, you, and like you can like you can hear steam popping out of you know, mm. pipes and chimneys that you can't even see <laughs> and, and stuff. Yeah. And... In Rockburg, it amazed me the fact that they've got like, they've got like a grates in the floor that just steam just like comes out of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. that is just yeah. so cool. genius, it's, it's, man. It's, it's, That's like a movie set, isn't it? Yeah. Little, little things like that make you feel like you're not. I, I didn't feel like I was at Fantasyland standing mm. in the middle of Rockburg. No, I didn't. That's interesting. Like, I, I can't wait to I didn't see feel, James I didn't feel like I was in a theme park. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, me and me and my friend Tom have, have said this a bunch of times since we come back. I was like, how many times did we look at each other and say, I forgot we were at Fantasia? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's, I, 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 yeah. I, I always say it feels like you're standing in the middle of a set for a Netflix originals yeah. show. That's how it feels. Well, That's what from it feels what, like. Yeah, from what my my experience anyway. Like Icosa said, I love Fantasia Land because of a variety of theme and you get you step into Yeah, we've hyped world. Fantasia Land up today, haven't we? <laughs> but to be fair, we should you cannot <laughs> overhype that park. You can't you can, overhype. You're not helping it. my impatience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! It's just so good. It's that. <laughs> it's that good. It's just amazing. But um, so yeah, coming down to theme park food, it is it is it is an important yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I found that out. <laughs> it, it, being in Belgium was because, <laughs> you know, being a vegetarian. I know it's my choice. Like, so I don't get uh, annoyed about it because it is just being awkward. Um, but when you go from being in like the UK where it's like almost like a fad to make like vegetarian food and plant-based stuff to then go to like Plopsa where your own, your literal only options are chips and they only sell them in one part of the park or waffles. (laughs) Like can't, couldn't even find like a sample, like a cheese sandwich. Like it is ridiculous. (laughs) You know, it kind of was a bit annoying that I was having to live off chips. (laughs) Um, And it, it does, it does bring it down a little bit. Um, But, but, Saying that, Plopser, like in a medieval area, they had these like I don't eat meat, but like the the 
there's literally grilled sausages, uh, barbecued sausages, flame grilled and whatever. Oh. Smelt so good and added to like the medieval experience. Yeah. There's a lot of parks where the food that they choose to, to make in them areas makes a big difference, you know. Yeah. Um, nice again, in Efteling, they have like, the pancake house and you go in there and it's, it smells of pancakes. It's really nice. But it makes a big difference. Like if you're just being served crap food in a theme park, it makes you again feel like underprivileged because you're like not under undervalued. Sorry, not underprivileged. Yeah. Undervalued, <laughs> underprivileged. <laughs> makes you feel like it does make you feel undervalued because you are no matter what theme park you're in, you are playing paying over the odds for food. And then when you're given something that is just not nice, like you just kind of like, oh, I've just paid like ridiculous amount of money for like nothing. Um, and I, I think I don't. I personally don't think the UK parks do, do a bad job of it personally depends which one you're going to um there's always like drake well, for example restaurants, restaurants. Like the variation though but at some like just within the park itself yeah in the no, uk no, can be crazy yeah, there's like, like no consistency yeah yeah like you go to one uh like stall that's selling the exact same thing as another part of the park and it's just completely which one hasn't different. got a queue that's the one you choose <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Can we take a moment to remember the honey mustard dressing, please? Top for toy saying, Yeah, it was pretty good, man. Can you uh, pull up Ben's <laughs> comment after that? The one about if you look at Orlando vloggers, they base more that most of their vlogs around food in the parks. You can't mm. do that in the UK, he's spot on. Like, I, mm. I, I try to include as much food as possible. Um, I've not done it in the last couple couple ones, but obviously when I get out to Orlando for that very reason, yeah. there will be food reviews. But like, it's just the same. That's mm. there's no difference between pole pork and pole pork. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> that's it. You know, yeah. that is it. If you have it in the roller coaster restaurant, if you have mm. it at Woodcutters, if you have a burger at Woodcutters, it's going to be the same that you get at Secret Garden. There's only so much you can review. Um, yeah, they don't do enough. But th- this is this is like... but this is why I liked the um, this is why I like the events that they're doing because yeah. they you're bring in things you get in different. I mean, I know it's I know it's expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. There's no yeah. denying that. It's expensive that. at Disney though. It's expensive. Yeah, it is Universal. expensive. Way really expensive. But like, uh, well, I, like I think Universal that... just takes it out of the park with their churro stand though. Oh, for sure. That top hat churro. That's yeah. <laughs> so Matt's saying Merlin, Merlin do well with food. You just wish it made more where you get discount. Yeah, yeah it is difficult. That as that well. Yeah. In express- a Merlin park, why do you... You're based in a Merlin park. I get it's like only, it's KFC only some- in that. Yeah. Not doing it. But the like the curly fries that was in Logger's Leap area. Oh, was that not? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's no, normally not, not run by Merlin, so you don't get to. Uh, that's you don't worry about that. Like you're not run by Merlin. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I get a discount there? Yeah. Yeah. Eaton Express as well at Towers. They, they like, they have their stall in Mutiny Bay and in a, um, Dark Forest. And, that's good tier food right there. And it, it's good. It's good. They do good chips, but obviously it's not run by Merlin. So. No. Um, I wonder what's going to happen with that, with that Amarok thing. Like, I feel like yeah. there might be something in there where they don't want other people 
in there. Maybe like, maybe it's patch. a good thing, man. Maybe maybe we get more discounts and stuff and more value for our patch. <laughs> did, did you know Dan just come and be in and out? How you doing, boo? Hello. I'll just say one I'll just say one thing about food. Mm. Um well not broadly about food, but just one specific thing. Shout out Drayton Manor for mm. their loaded fries that they Ooh, you yeah, know, put like you know, just put out there on Twitter that they started doing so the fries. They look, they look, they look really good, and I bring that up because, dude, why isn't every park in the UK doing that? Why isn't every know, park it's doing, weird, isn't it? doing loaded fries? Yeah. That is it. That is a cheat code for theme yeah. park food. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, you can put really damn near anything right on loaded fries. Call it loaded fries, and yeah. away you go, away you go. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be some fancy intricate thing. Like, but you can just put a variety of different things on loaded fries, and it tastes so and it tastes so mm. good. Like almost yeah. every every time, every park in the, every park in the UK should be doing that. Every single. By the way, I, I got <laughs> when I tweeted because I was just there. Um, I just nipped into Giant Man at lunch as you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Open your back door and walk into yeah. your garden. But I didn't realize how much they actually do there. So they do the loaded pizza fries, the loaded oh. beef chili. They have loads. Loaded Dude, nachos now. Fried. Yeah, loaded vegetable chili fries, and then yeah, they do loaded nachos and loaded beef chili nachos. So like that's a good variety, and like you say, Michael, it literally is as simple as that. Like that is that is it's, an easy it, win. It's simple like, variety. It's easy, easy win. It's yeah. down by shockwave, yeah. right, Sean? Luke, that's a it's, layup. Yeah, it's well, you know, <laughs> that is you a know layup. Where, um, you know where that's great layup as well. <laughs> You know where chi- the chicken place is? Yes. Um, it's like Next there's a hatch up. on the side where ah. you can get get it. It's like uh, if you go, like, if you're approaching it from the front, you go around the side, you know where um, the play park is, Tidal Towers. It's on yeah. that side of it. There's loads of seating around there. But if yes. that hatch is shut, you can go inside and order that as well. So there's still... Ah, okay. Inside. So you can still get loaded fries from inside. Yeah, if the hatch is closed, you can still go in and get it. Um, I think that... Good. Um, I think literally parks in the uk if they named their food to their rider contractions like it'd be more it'd feel more grand than what it is like if you had like the nemesis burger for example if you had, yeah like, like what roller coaster restaurant do but yeah park but wide park wide yeah. oblivion yeah. chicken you know like um mm. kind of kind of stuff you know like the vertical drop ice cream something or other you know like yeah. just just go create go to town with it like you know Cursed nachos, hex. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just do, do you know what I mean? Just, just try and, and be like, okay, now we're gonna try the cursed nachos. It's gotta be an actually like, good you know? offering, though. You can't just slap no, like, I know. a name like that on something yeah. and just expect. Nemesis yeah. donuts. Nemesis donuts. <laughs> donuts are the best donuts. But they're just normal donuts, though. They could do but, something but different. They're just, they're just spicy just, donuts. Yeah, you, just, you know, <laughs> when you're in Forbidden Valley and you've got them nice warm, donuts I think and you're watching Nemesis go around. It's yeah, a good feeling, man. I think <laughs> not just Merlin Parks, but I think UK Parks as, as a whole. Uh, to be honest, I think Rita's Tarts. Um, <laughs> Rita's Tarts. A Rita Tarts. <laughs> That's genius. Oh, you got me careful saying that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the onion, the onion, um, the onion Damn. rings are great, man. Don't just do onion rings. I um, actually, do you know what? I've not been in Bird Kitchen for ages, and Aaron went in when we when we went uh, we had a little break during the vlog. We weren't mm-hmm. vlogging in there, but I didn't realize how much like they'd done up inside Burger Kitchen, like all the artwork and stuff around the side. Oh, really? I've not really good. That. I haven't gone yeah. in a while. Like, um, 
new photos and stuff in there. It looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I think what I'd like to see most, I wouldn't not just UK parks, but most parks is they could learn something from Universal <laughs> and Disney. I think they could, they could literally. Um, <laughs> are we just gonna? Oh God! Smile, smile. Oblivion's lobster fervor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we just give Ben a lot of material for his for his bits. Like, there we go. <laughs> Imagine if theme parks named their food after the ride. That would be niche for his. Uh, Sean, when you on it. it would be <laughs> perfect. Sorry, sorry. In brackets, not sorry to bring it back to Fantasyland. But did you ever have the jambalaya in the in the deep in Africa area? No, man. But I kept hearing about it, and I couldn't find it. I was, I was looking for it everywhere. Dude, but, it's okay. it's right on the other side of the pathway from Black Mamba's entrance. It is so good. I know Harry from Coaster so Bart <laughs> raving about. He said it's like he couldn't stop going on about. Was just like, yo, I'm finding this shit yeah. the next time I go. I found it. Had it yeah. a few times. I'm not gonna. <laughs> it good. And, the Fantasyland like, food so is good. good. They, they, so in a, good. I, my the restaurants was, are expensive though. It's a yeah. cheaper option. It's a cheaper option. The, the fast still, food, so the, the quick serve options are really good. The Chinese area, yeah, it was like proper Chinese food, man. It was so good. Mm. I'm a big. I like Chinese food, so um, that's what I was eating. But um, I've, I've also heard there's a little stand that does bratwurst near like the main entrance of Fantasyland. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. apparently in it's in like a area. tiny little bun and then just a <laughs> bratwurst that's like stupid long sausage. Half yeah. of me <laughs> long hanging out the edge. <laughs> so Dan yes, saying um, I might be did. wrong, but did Finns now Infinity Bar? I mean VR vibes yeah, <laughs> do ride basically <laughs> in a Solberg or something. Yeah. Part vibes. Food vibes. I, know, I never realised that. Drink vibes. But... You say oh. they did, Luke. They did yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, you know, they should do like a, a nemesis, like icons, vampires. Ah, oh, these are cool. I love these. Okay. These are awesome. Okay, that, that I, li- I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is cool. That, I'll, give that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Cool, that, I like vampires. <laughs> like, let's try some vampires, man. That sounds <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, I love it. I love um, it. but no, I'd like to see. I'd like to see UK theme parks going down the oh, route geez. of um literally like themed food but not just yeah. like on rides but like literally no. bringing in different dishes throughout the yeah. season you know yeah like yeah um that that's Switch what disney up. do that's that's what disney universal do and they do that because they know that vloggers are going to go in go oh let's try this dish out and then that gets mm-hmm. everyone going in and going let's have that i mean absolutely i was on the hunt when i went to disney because i'd watched so many vlogs i was like i need to have some doll whip because everyone bangs on about the doll whip blue and milk and and they and they deliberately make the doll whip kind of hard to find because they change they change the places they are all the time. So yeah. it almost makes it into yeah. like a okay, where is it? Um a little game. <laughs> and there was this um jalapeno um cheesy, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like a jalapeno cheesy um pretzel at Disney. Ooh. And you can only get it in like certain places, but again wow. it moves all the time. So I remember going on a website and being like, where is it? And then someone was like, Today, <laughs> this week it's here. And I went there and I got it and it was the best thing I ever ate. And it tasted better because I'd gone out my way to find this thing. <laughs> um so yeah, it's like things like that. It's at the end of the day, like food festivals are a massive thing. It's only natural to be like, let's turn theme parks into food festivals. And like, we've got works. great like, food. It works. We we yeah. have in this country we have fantastic food. Like some of the best restaurants in the world are in this country. Like 
why can't they take inspiration from that you know with these festivals and stuff like we've mm. we've got amazing dishes like even getting the yorkshire pudding wrap you know the, yeah <laughs> at that christmas was that was yeah that was so and they, nice and they did a veggie version of it with veggie they sausage. did a veggie version of it wow nice. it was really good it was really good funkin fried chicken. yeah oh, chicken Jesus fried chicken Christ. i like it <laughs> mac Marcus. it's incredible how our theme parks are part more ride themed condoms than they have food items <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah a stiff competition map right guys i think are we done i think think we're done mate yeah man it does that's a long one isn't it um yeah keep these food suggestion names coming in the comments by the way like Mm -hmm. we've got a we might need to do like a whole food episode oh we got (laughs) we got it yeah, we should do like a mukbang episode where we just get loads of food and we talk about food (laughs) down street we should that's 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 kind of my podcast. Let's go. Loads of we all just sit. We all just sit down with a mixed grill each. <laughs> ASMR. Uh, no. <laughs> Some people hate that sound. Too much fat on that one. That. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo wings. Now your Mungunda wings. <laughs> Theme park mukbang. That sounds like a category on a dirty website. Let's, let's do <laughs> don't, on don't, that bombshell. Don't don't, don't Google that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do theme don't, park. Don't Google that. Let's not go there. <laughs> Cargos, can I join that one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> um, Any of them. Uh, I, every food at Orton Towers. It's great. It's, it's great keyword in there. <laughs> Great yeah, but you just read it like he's saying it though. Like he's that kind of guy now. Like you yeah, just read yeah, it yeah. how he would say it. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, we will uh, be back <laughs> next week um, with another episode that we'll think about probably the day before, as always. Literally <laughs> 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 had a week to think about this episode. Yeah. It's just been like. Yes, yeah. so we're going to talk about what makes theme parks. <laughs> Quite frankly, I think it's an achievement that this wasn't thought of the day of. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, it's fine. <laughs> Do you remember, like, the, like two weeks ago, it was like, we're going to take a week off and it will give us a chance to think give about us, what episode. Loads we're, of we're opportunities. We're going to go think. big for the 31st, so we're going to go something mental. <laughs> we literally don't it. talk about it for two weeks. <laughs> What makes a good theme park? Yeah, let's just do that. One. Wow. Like, that's fine. Like, just throw that one in there. <laughs> just, a, just a quick one. Uh, Aaron has been to Chesington and Fort, and he's been to Chesington for the first time, I believe. So he's, yeah, he's shot he a blog. That'll work. be coming out on Coast Gen in the next couple of days. So stay tuned for that. With, uh, awesome. with Denise. Cowards. Yes, with Denise. With Denise. The duck. Denise the duck. <laughs> cool. That's and my, my, uh, my Plop Slime vlog will be out tomorrow. So you can look yes. forward to that. Looking oh, forward I'm to that. Crying. I'm yeah. crossing off another bucket list. Oh yeah, where are you going? Wow. In a couple of days. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Just, just you're not saying. Look, look out for, look out for me on Twitter. I kind of, I kind of like. Just, you're not want to like, say because I kind of like. I kind of like not like saying where I'm going and then just popping up on people like surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know till literally. <laughs> Two hours ago, when you said, "Yeah," so I swear to God, like in a month time, it's going to be like surprise. I now live in China, (laughs) (laughs) guys. I'm on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. We're looking forward to seeing that trip. I know what it is, and I'm very jealous. We've booked Hansa and Hyder, Hyder Park, Hansa Park. They are. I can't wait to do a Merlin Park in a different country. It's going to be mad. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And also. 
That's going to be interesting to hear about. Actually. My first ever Intamin prefab. I'm so excited about it. Like, I yeah, don't, yeah. I, I don't care. Even if I don't even like it that much, I'm like, at least I've done one. So yeah, <laughs> this year, this year was going to be the year of Boulder and Helix, but obviously not next year. year. That's going to have to be a year. huge trip next year. That huge trip. Oh man, I can't wait. Can't wait. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching. Please give the video a like and make sure you subscribed. Make sure you subscribed. It really does help us. Um, and we will see you next week on Chain Dogs. See you later, Bye. everyone. Bye-bye. Can I get it? Oh.